Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Tabletop Notch. We're coming at you with episode chapter 20. Hollow. We've... Oh, <laughs> oh, you bastard. <laughs> We've reached I the hope big you're proud. 2-0. <laughs> big 2 oh We left off uh, last episode having finally gotten a peek at the statue that's causing all the fuss in Brunk Hollow. It's been talked about, voted on, uh, consternated over. Uh, now we finally get to lay eyes on it ourselves. Oh yeah, and there's like a little mission associated with it. Just <laughs> a little one. Um, uh. And we'll learn a little bit more about that when we jump back in. But before we do, as always, we welcome you back to this wonderful Sunday evening with some messages from our our self sponsors. <laughs> level seven hype train. Thank you, everyone. Oh, You're I thought you meant we Twitch. were level seven all of a sudden, and I was like, Anthony. Anthony. Oh, uh, level I gave, seven. I gave Anthony the okay to let you know. That you're <laughs> level seven hype train. Thank you for all of our Twitch friendies Thanks. subbing and being. Um, easy to do a prime sub if you are a. Prime member on Amazon. Uh, you can also listen to the show starting on Tuesdays. The podcast goes live on Fridays. The YouTube video goes live. And if you support us in a couple of special ways, like a YouTube membership, a Twitch subscription, or a nope, a YouTube membership, or a, a Patreon uh, uh, you subscriber, nice. you can watch that YouTube video early on Tuesdays. Yeah. Nice. Uh, that is how that works. Thank you for commenting and liking it on those YouTube videos. We see all those comments. We love them. We read yeah. them. We thank you. Subscribe. Tell your friends. You like yeah. talking to Jordan. That's the best way to do it. It is. Hi. She's always on the comments. She is. Jordan. She is. Speaking of commenting and liking, oh, do we love your attention? And you can give it to us on a variety of platforms, from TikTok to Threads to Instagram to Facebook. Um, you should follow us on all of those places and say things and send them to your friends. Yeah, 100%. Um, the other thing that is really fun to do with your friends is to wear matching merch. Um, like yes. this adorable um, oh, olive hat. <gasps> mm. Matt has a shirt. We have so a variety much. of things. So much yes. merch. We also mm. may have some items on the way. Cooking. Brook Hollow Bolo Tie. Brook Hollow Bolo Tie. Oh, Bolo Tie. Oh, 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 yeah. Uh, That's cool stuff. Yeah. So I, I, first, I thought you said Broncolo body pillow, not bolo. Broncolo <laughs> body pillow. It's just dots. Oh, who gets? God. Whose character gets the first body Is pillow? That the That's the next pole. Oh, what body pillow do you want? What character on a body pillow? Oh no! Does it come with a T six? This pole is already sketchy AF. No, no, no. Body pillow. If there is art that you want to submit for body pillow, you can do that on the Discord. That's discord.gg forward slash tabletop notch. There is a place for art, fan art to be submitted. Um, there was art posted by Nura of a Doxel emote that got added to chat, which was awesome, the eyebrows. Um, and a new Deirdre emote that got added, it was super sick. It's just a nice place to be if you want to talk about everything Broncolo so or uh, season one Peak Beneath the Veil, just everything tabletop notch. So join, it's a sick place. Uh, up, we mentioned Spotify, or no, we didn't mention Spotify subscribers, but tonight is Notch and Soda Night. Woo! I'm gonna be there! Where we're gonna... Don't jinx it. We're gonna talk about like the last four episodes with Twitch chat, so many questions and all that good stuff. Um, a bit of a change for Spotify stuff. Um, they are kind of forcing us to play automated ads recorded by other people that we can't control, and we Spotify hate that. for podcasters. It's mm. it's done. I could say a th I could say a thing. More like Snotify for 
Snodcasters. <laughs> good one. So good one. If you're a Spotify uh, listener or a podcast listener, uh, we said, fuck that. We're not running ads. So consider becoming a Spotify subscriber. It's $2.99 a month and you get access to the Notch and Soda. Um, to subscribe as a Spotify subscriber, you have to go to the link that is listed in the description of each individual video. There's no button on the UI or anything like that. You just have to go to the link and enjoy it. I don't know if, if you're not on Spotify, I can't help you, but. In the description of the podcast, you said the video. <laughs> Shit. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm so close to that already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, wow. So yeah, so and then for folks on YouTube and Patreon, you'll get access to the Notch and Soda on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Yes. See, you can't see them, but the hats are right. Oh yeah, they're, they're ready. <laughs> Down oh, yeah, there. there. Oh, Twitch, right. I think we're gonna host a poll to see who has to wear the clear hat based on mm. your assessment of who. Has I'm not worst. going to wear it. <laughs> <laughs> I will not wear it. You, if I they vote for you, you better roll I well then. Can't if elected, I will not serve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously. I, I abstain. I what abstain. was that, Sherman? Yeah. <laughs> Pop off in the in the comments <laughs> if you're a history buff. If you're American history buff, pop off in the comments. <laughs> what is happening? I don't know. Okay, that's all I we gotta get about Patreon for a second, please. Uh, oh, Patreon. Uh, every month we release um, some wonderful Patreon content that you can drop into your own campaigns. Um, you get access to all the previous stuff, not just this wonderful stuff, but the campaign one stuff too. Um, and uh, we're not quite there yet, but in another week or so there will be another drop. But the most recent one was um, fantastic. Fantastical enduring injuries for uh, torturing your poor players when they, a, a marker of a of facing down a particularly fearsome foe. Um, so feel free to check those out. Um, yeah, All they're right. so much fun. It looks like you have two. I love them. I basically do. I well, mean, they kind. One of them downgrade. Once I downgrade I this one, it becomes. It becomes yeah. that one. But oh, you can read about it if you join the Patreon. Ooh. There's also free shit on the Patreon now, so join it. There are like lots of fun behind the scenes. Join. Stuff and more Three, two, one. Join. Join, join it. <laughs> Shake my. <laughs> All right, let's thank some people and get on with this shit. Uh, yeah, boy, subscribe with Prime. Guardian six three six subscribe with Prime. Say goodies resubscribe. Bernsey resubscribe. Beard acknowledge resubscribe. Golden Dagger did five hundred and ten bits. Two Finch Marts did ten community subs. Thank you so much. Uh, L Chuck Chuck Cabra resubscribe. Flimper did hundred bits. Jumgo resubscribe. Only joshing, but not always. Continued their sub. Yay! Flimper one hundred bits. Solitaire resubscribe. Helljack resubscribe. Wizardang did five community subs. And Ring CTV resubscribe. Streak. Banished Raven resubscribe. Dino Necro. Romancer 15 Street Prejoy, resubscribe with Prime, Flintberg 5 Community Subs, Advanced Dungeons rated us, thank you all so very much. I'm sorry you keep rating us during the welcome videos. No. And we don't You're still here? Hey. Um, 911 LS, resubscribe, Flintberg gave out 10 Community Subs, probably Brian, resubscribe, Jay Brownie, 1000 bits, Adria, 200 bits, Half Baked, 139, resubscribe, GF Powers, resubscribe, Dorotka did 100 bits, Detective Wiz, resubscribe, holy shit, Castaway, Cactus uh, Community Sub, Wizard Inc, uh, gifted a sub, Mary the Noob, 5 Community Subs, Little Big Happy 183, subscribe, and then Today Tree gave out 5 Community Subs. Wow. If you weren't just Oh sub, stay around for the end of the episode. Yes. Yeah. 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 Incredibly sub generous yeah. sub gifters. Yeah. So if you've been gifted a sub, stay, ask questions, hang out, and uh, and and we'll we'll chat about the previous four episodes as wow. we do with Notch and so on. I I always like to listen to the names, obviously. If you're in the Discord, is Adria or is that a Diablo reference? I wanna know. I want <laughs> I love Diablo so hop on the Discord. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I'm done. All right. I think that takes care of our pre-show business, which means that it's time to turn it over to the recap, recap and then the intro. And then we'll find out uh, what the statue's all about. 
cool. Yeah, oh, everyone's made a big deal about it. It's yeah. not everyone being. It's probably not. That. <laughs> I am all the people making that statue. All right, everybody, here we go. We'll see you on the other side. Aww. <laughs> oh. Previously, on Chapter 19, Going Down in History, the undead elves provided suppressing fire from the trees in support of the supposed Ramo Klein, who had his own arsenal of tricks including thunderstone bolts that had the power to knock people clear off the platform. Oh. While his minions were fighting tooth and nail, Ramo's priorities lay elsewhere as he ran to rifle through Bruno's pockets for a particular key. Most of the group was content to go for the kill, but Ilian insisted on having a moment to converse, which was a tall order once Ramo started showcasing the powerful magic at his fingertips. Oh. The mention of Yarpaya, however, was enough to loosen his tongue, and Ilian got a glimpse into the past through Ramo's memories, though it nearly cost him his life. As he digested what he'd learned, the party forged forward to the dig site, where Bison was his usual cranky self, but he permitted the party to proceed into the mine, and finally they laid eyes on the mysterious statue for the first time. Was there anything Morna could glean that would preserve her reputation as an expert geologist? And how will the others react when TC whips out his jar of goop? Stick around and find out in Chapter 20 of Broncolo. I don't want that memory. It's too small. Like the miners, the foremen, the experts, and the overseers that came before you, you stand here with a mixed sense of bewilderment and awe. The statue's former concealment doing the heavy lifting toward an atmosphere of mysticism, despite nothing about it giving off a tangible otherworldliness. Whatever electricity is in the air right now might be manufactured from within, though the mystery alone of its undetermined past is enough to stoke the embers of excitement. There's a narrow walkway around the perimeter of the room, and then another around the statue itself. Two concentric rings that allow you to make a choice between viewing it up close or from a bit of a distance to get the bigger picture. It's not cleaned or polished, but you can see some rough brushstrokes from where they whisked away clods of dirt, and the result is a fairly unblemished sculpture, with the exception of the missing head. To give a, I showed this to the group already, but to give a little bit of a picture, um, I'm going to bring up 
these. Let's swap over to this for a second. This is kind of what they're looking at here. And the black area is like walkable terrain. So you can walk around, the perimeter of the room has a little bit of a pathway, and then there's a narrow path to the middle where there's a platform, and then the statue's right in the middle of that platform. And all of that space in the middle has been dug out, presumably to see if there was anything else here in this chamber, to see if there was other statues, evidence of another building, some kind, anything that they could see. So that's all, it's not empty, you could fall down there and get hurt, but it's not just an endless pit. There's a rock there. Is it also pretty echoey in here? It has a little bit. The room isn't enormous, but it's a yeah. little echoey in here, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Before anybody can start playing detective, however, <laughs> you hear some footsteps behind you. And you turn to see a grubby little gnome with layers of shirts and jackets packed very tight, so it kind of makes him walk with a stiff, kind of puffed up gait. He and Bruno exchange kind of a neighborly wave and then he uses a rag to wipe grime from his hands before extending a handshake to the rest of you. He kind of goes from person to person, extending his hand. Foreman Hitch, but just Stuart's fine. I'm sorry I'm late. I was doing one last sweep for any tools or equipment left behind before we officially retire these digs. Stuart's team was the one in the rotation when they found it. I'm a lot better at plotting where the stone goes next, not so much thinking about where it came from. But I can try and answer any questions you have. Uh, we came at it from the side, digging uh, sort of a tunnel southish. First thing we saw was the knees, a bit of the hem from the robe. We almost blew right through it. Uh, as you can see, the stone's a bit of a different color than the surrounding rubble. Kept it slow and steady after that, just dug out all around it. Some of the men thought we'd hit the mother load, some kind of civilization we were about to dig up, full of riches and rarities, but not here nor anywhere else did we find anything of the kind. Couldn't locate the head, neither. No idea where that ended up. No trace. No trace of what, sir? The head. No. At least not. I mean, you can see we dug out pretty good and we didn't find anything. Did you make any other dig sites in the reg in the area? I see that you, you know, circled around it, but anything nearby within a few miles. I mean, there's plenty of earth to dig out that we haven't dug out, but there's shafts of plenty here. This is one of our biggest dig sites that we've got, and we didn't find anything but this statue down here. Right. Other than the mithril, you know, which we took out already. Anything below here, the other parts of this dig site? Uh, you mean, are there levels below this? Yes, place? yes. Yes. And nothing down there? Anything directly below us? Nope. We've got a couple of shafts that run parallel to these ones up here if you go down further, and we didn't find anything. Um, I'd like to go and have a closer look. Uh, let's, let's. Please, um, yep, I, I'll be here if you need, if you need anything. Kind of Thank look. you, sir. As we're walking in your ear, all-star performance there, archaeologist. <sighs> I'm concentrating. And I'll give you like a... <laughs> As the four of you go to take a look, is is everyone walking across that thing to get to the closer ring or is anyone walking around the perimeter of the room? I am holding TC and escorting him closer, I guess. Allow Morna and I to get a closer look together. And I'll kind of motion for people to stay back. I'll Bruno and Stuart stand like close to the entrance of the tunnel there. Yeah, I'm I I have my cane. I will be all right, Doxley. Thank you. Said I won't let go, TC. Let me go. Okay. 
Everything uh, all right? Yes. Um, yes. I'm gonna just sort of plow ahead. I, I got no fucking clue what's going on with this. He's going to. Across the little walkway yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Great, so the four of you start to walk, TC's cane kind of making a little bit of noise as you move closer across the little bridge here. And the statue, you know, it wasn't too far away to begin with, but it gets a little bigger, sort of overwhelming you almost. And by the time you're standing at the base of it, you really, you look up and including the base, it's probably 14, 15 feet tall. Hmm. You can tell that when they attempt to get it out of here, they're gonna have to kind of tip it on its side and then try and work it out that way before it's, it's not gonna come out in its sort of, the, the ceilings are not high enough to take it out as is. Um, I have my like mason's tools. Mm-hmm. Can I like just? I think there's like a little brush in there. Sure. Can I just sort of brush away and can I identify what kind of rock this is, especially compared to the rocks around me? <laughs> you can indeed. Um, <laughs> give me a uh, investigation check with advantage. As soon as she takes out a brush, mm-hmm. I am taking out my brush as well. Okay. Okay. Um, that is. Uh, 19. Great. The first person to step forward is Morna. She takes out a little kit that she has, a little brush in hand. As you start to brush away, it does seem like they've done some rudimentary dusting as well. So there isn't like a ton of layers of dirt to dust away. Sure. But you just give it some quick brushes. You confirm what Stuart said. The statue is a little bit of a different color than the stone that's around. And this area isn't, you know, brightly lit, but there's lanterns hanging all around the room. It's clear that they've set this up to be a place where someone can look around without having to carry a light source of their own. The surrounding rock of this area looks like it's primarily a kind of a light gray granite that has some flecks of pale pink, which is not unusual. You feel like you've seen other, you know, chunks and outcroppings of granite as you've wandered throughout the downwield. It's not a sort of unusual stone here. In contrast, the statue is a much darker kind of speckled shade of gray without the pink flecks. So it's like very dark gray, not quite black, but darker gray. And it has little flecks of like a whitish kind of color in it. And that to you with that role, it's identifiable, un- identifiable possibly as a kind of basalt stone, okay. yeah. um, which there's other ways for it to come to be, but it, it is a volcanic stone, like mm-hmm. a cooled volcanic, which could indicate, you know, volcanic activity of a time long past. It's not necessarily active anymore, but uh, mm-hmm. layers of rock building up after cooled, uh, cool lava. Okay. And I haven't seen any other like deposits of, like, it seems a likely conjecture that this was moved here from another area? Um, you could theorize that. I mean, certainly the surrounding stone, since you got to this dig site, you have not seen stone like this. So okay. that would not be an unreasonable, but you, you don't. You can't say that definitively, but that right. wouldn't be unreasonable. Okay. <clears throat> Does it look at all familiar to me based on my knowledge of the pagan church in my past? Um. What? <laughs> <laughs> Give me a history check. Oh, that's not my strong suit. Okay, let's see. <laughs> Dropped. No. Um, history minus, uh, that's, uh, oh, I was looking at it wrong. That's a five. <laughs> it, it doesn't particularly ring any bells. It, it definitely doesn't strike you as something that is related to any religious texts or anything of that kind that you remember. 
the quality of the stone, and it's a little difficult to make out in this kind of low light, it doesn't totally look like basalt that you've seen before. Mm. And there's basalt of different colors, types, you know, striations in the stone. But there's something about it that you feel like maybe you saw in a book somewhere, but you can't quite place it. Something that, uh, no, certainly nothing you've worked with, yeah. uh, because you feel like you would recognize that more readily. Um, so possibly in a, a book talking about the different kinds of stone you can use for various projects, but nothing that you've personally worked with. Okay, and last last thing, I'm gonna <laughs> Let other people. turn on my <laughs> magical sight and just take a peek at the statue. Do I see any trace of her magic? Cool, we'll get to that in a second. Right. So you were dusting and looking for a second. So as that was happening, before we get to using that, what else were you guys uh, gonna do? Is there anything I read? <laughs> Ahead, ahead, <laughs> yeah, everybody ahead. else, let's go. DC's like, get out. Nothing about like the the the, the um, positioning, you know, like the the stat, the what am I looking for? The posture of the statue, like n symbolic of anything that I would remember from research. <laughs> Give me a religion check. Hmm. Religion three. <laughs> Nothing other than the fact that the, the posture is not something that, that triggers a memory. The concept of like an offering is a very common religious mm. sort of posture, like the idea of giving an offering or, you know, holding out an offering to something. So it looks like that, but other yeah. than that, it, it doesn't seem like it's a, a specific mention yeah. or, or you can't remember any pictures, portraits, or statues where a yeah, famous like religious thing. figure was, was doing that exact posture. No, you can't recall anything of that kind. <laughs> when Doxley's looking at the statue, does she see any like <laughs> markings on not the base of the statue, but where it like where it's sitting, like drag marks or anything indicating that it was located, <laughs> relocated to this spot? Do you know what I mean? Um, yes. Where? What are you at the base of the statue? You mean? Yeah, I guess. Like, uh, yeah, anything indicating that the statue was created and then put in this spot? Okay. Give me an investigation. Ugh, why would you bury this thing? <laughs> That's a zero. A zero. I mean, <laughs> if it was, it it seems to have been in here so long that any sign like that would okay. be borderline impossible to discern. Like it's been buried in here clearly a long time, so nothing like that. No, no obvious marks of movement. Bruno's with us, right? He, him, and Stuart are. They didn't walk up to that little inner. Oh, yeah, okay. they're they're at the, they're at the perimeter. Yeah, yeah. standing near. So they're like 20, 25 feet away from you guys. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna kind of head back sure, towards them. Slow, slaunter, saunter. TZ. Uh, first, uh, same kind of question. Portraits, statues, trinkets, mm -hmm. anything in the church. Give me a religion. Does okay. it fucking look <clears throat> like anything? Religion. Oh. Yeah, nothing that, nothing that rings a bell, nothing that, and I would say, even though you're having a hard time recalling, you would recall, like there's a number of portraits hanging in f locations that are familiar to you. Famous portraits, you know, in Peran of some famous historical figures and religious figures. None of them look like that, that you can remember, that are in that, that are wearing that outfit or in that particular pose. All right. Um, I, as she's been, I'll kind of, work opposite of Morna. I've got my little brush and I'll do my little mm, mm, mm. and um, 
obviously seems like it's been moved here. Yes, not cut from the rock itself. It was already here, yes? I mean, it's made of a volcanic rock. Hmm. Yes, I agree. <laughs> exactly. Mr. Welker, I did not know that you were an archaeologist. This is nothing you mentioned in the wagon over. He even got his little props and everything. I dabble in many things. Just this... Trying to just... You can tell the TC, this is like... Trying to help the heirs of professionalism around this. Ah, got it. Yes. Well, okay. Um, it's... <laughs> I go back. I go back to a little bit of the... You can see that when you guys are using your brushes, mm -hmm. they don't stop you, but Bruno and Stuart definitely... They just seem to be trying to make sure you're not, like, tampering with it or, like, breaking off a piece yeah. of it or something. Like, you yeah. can see they're just kind of making sure you're not, you know, about to do something damaging to the statue, keeping a careful eye on you. Mm -hmm. It's made of a rock called basalt. It's, uh... It's not easily workable. It's quite difficult to carve, actually. It's uh, often used in insulation, quite lightweight. This isn't a kind of basalt that I've ever worked on before. I don't recognize it. Does it seem well carved, being that it's such a difficult material? I mean, it seems exceptionally well carved, even if it was an easy material to work on. The detailing on it's quite fine. I mean, it's not an overly complicated piece, but like the fingers are well proportioned. There's there's folds on the uh, fabric, you know, of the of the robe that it's wearing. I wonder. I wonder how it'll take to moisture. And I'm gonna dip in and okay. just do a little. Right before that happens, yeah. Kate has been walking back across mm -hmm. the bridge, and as Stuart and Bruno are kind of watching them talk and inspect, they see you kind of coming back. Mm -hmm. Any first impressions? Who were the oldest known inhabitants of this area? <laughs> I have no fucking clue. <laughs> and, and the clinkers, they also voted on what to do with the statue? Clinkers don't get a vote. That's what I thought. <laughs> They've been trying to come get a look at the statue for a while, but so far, Bison has said no. Mm. That's caused some friction between us. Fascinating. I, I'm going to take a, a loop around the... Sure, around the yeah. little larger perimeter there. Great. As So now that sort of finishes, and the two of them kind of watch. You reach into your bag there. Hey! Do you need something? No, I'm just performing some tests, if you don't mind. Well, I might mind. Bison said to keep an eye. Well, observe, Anna. I'm just, I get it. It's just the tip of it. It's only a little bit of it, but I'm, I am gonna reach in and Can... just go back with the brush like I was. The so same you dipped your this... brush into something? Yep, the same thing that, yeah. The moment you do that, they start to take a couple steps forward. What, what, what is that? What is that you've got there? Hey. I want to see how it takes to moisture. You're going to take this out into the elements, are you not? Are you telling me that that's water? It looks too thick for water. It's just a bit of... Honestly, it's usually used as a moisturizer. It was what I had. It's make innocuous. It, make a deception check. <clears throat> moisturizer! 21. Just a little bit. Um... 
As this is happening, can I turn on my magical sight, look at the brush and the statue? Sure, you may indeed. So that conversation is happening here, a little bit of back and forth. He relaxes a little bit, sort of believing that it's some kind of moisturizer or, you know, moisture testing, you know, equipment or device or whatever. As this is happening, Morna's sort of standing there by the statue, making sure that she can see TC kind of in her periphery there. She closes her eyes ever so briefly. And it's not often that you've dipped into this well of magical awareness since your discovery of the ability. But more so than any time before, when you close your eyes, now you feel kind of a, like a flutter, like an, of a nervous anticipation. Yeah. In that very brief moment when your eyelids are drawn, it's like a thousand thoughts go through your head at once. But the one that come th- comes through the loudest and the clearest is the possibility that you may learn something about this statue that nobody else knows. When you open your eyes, you may simply see something that no one else does. Yeah. And it will have nothing to do with your masonry background or geological studies. It will be purely having to do with this, this thing that is afflicting you. You wonder, do I want to have that knowledge? You wonder if you have it, who you would tell, and if you wanted to tell someone, would you be able to explain how such an epiphany came to you? Maybe you think you could just keep your eyes closed forever. Please do. (laughs) There's comfort in that. But then again, you didn't come to Brunk Hollow to be comfortable. With a quick, determined exhalation, as if to kind of force the issue, your eyes spring open. And if you think you hear a gentle thud, it's the sound of your jaw dropping against the floor. (laughs) The vibrancy and the intensity of the magic is so overwhelming (gasps) that it causes tears to well up (gasps) in your eyes. A staggering spellbinding display of these staccato colors moving both separately and as one, like you're watching a ballet through a kaleidoscope. Even for those who shy from the arcane, it's emotional. Something that if you saw it on the outside, it would surely be followed by the cleansing presence of a cleric. (gasps) Yet here, it just hovers in humble tranquility. It comes on so strong and all at once that there's a beat before you realize that the only part of this room not exuding magic is the statue. What the? The walls, the ceiling, even the floor beneath your feet is positively pulsing with abjuristic energy. So much so that the sculpture almost becomes the backdrop, the controlled room. Looking to the closest surfaces, which for you right now is kind of the rock beneath your feet, It doesn't seem like the magic comes from the rocks themselves. It doesn't seem like the rock is magic. The essence within the stone shimmies kind of intermittently, like how you know that a squirrel is moving between tree branches just because you see leaves shake. There are creatures within the rock using magic to obscure themselves. Tiny, silent, and in great number. They're like moving throughout the rock, like little globules of magic beneath your feet, all around the room. 
Ew. So it's like overwhelmed. The colors just come on you all at once. And you actually find yourself looking at the statue just to kind of block out the overwhelming amount of like sensory overload that's happening in the room right now. If you wanted to take a peek over at TC and what he has, the stuff in his the, the in his jar and on the brush, uh, it's not magical. It seems to be a, 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 a mundane. <laughs> that doesn't mean it couldn't have effects, because sure, but, but sure. yes, uh, but it's not a, a magic, an innately magical substance that he uh, seems to have in his possession. Sorry. So abjuration magic is usually protective magic. And do the creatures look at all familiar to me? Or so you can't see the creatures. Uh, you can see that you're, po you're thinking that they're creatures simply because there's like blobs of magic because you can see the ores yeah. of magic and they're kind of moving throughout the rock very slowly. So you can see some outlines of the rock and then the magic within, almost like a, like if you have a chunk of amber or something like yeah. fossilized amber, like if there was like a animal moving within it. So you can see that, but you can't see what the creature looks like because it's still within the rock. Yeah, so yeah. you can't quite see that. <sighs> None of us know this. <laughs> no, <laughs> so many questions. Nobody knows anything. Yeah, we're just like. Give me a perception is... check as well. Okay. Um, that is uh, eleven. Eleven. The only thing that you notice as it's a little hard to kind of focus on anything in particular with with the sensory overload. You look around and that those little globules of magic that are in the rock kind of shifting, moving slowly. Another place where you don't see them besides the statue is right beneath the feet of Bruno and Stuart. Like as they, you saw one take a step what? towards TC, like to stop him from doing whatever he was doing. And there's like a little circle of dark where there's no magic right beneath their feet. And when he takes a step forward, whatever little bit of magic was in the stone, like, moves away from him. Like, it's like it's moving away from the two of them, specifically. Just the two of them? Just the two of them. But not from me or my companions. No. What? Whoa. What is wrong with this? <laughs> Guys, Morna, you better Morna, run! Morna, run right now! Morna's brain is- run. Morna goes, Bit of moisture. <laughs> the least equipped for any oh of this. Oh my like, god! My brain hurts. Oh. What the actual? All right, god. forget it all, Anthony. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Bruno just doesn't stop. I yeah. mean, he sort of puts his hand down and yeah, just a little bit. Be careful. And I'm I'm gonna imagine that I'm just as trepidatious as him. I'm, sure. I'm very like, very specific with it and I'm. So Bruno's kind of on the bridge now. He's kind of halfway between the perimeter and the, and the okay. sort of central platform. But where sorry, is the sorry, jar? But oh, even, sorry. even though Kate is on the outside ring out mm -hmm. there, her, she still has magic under her feet. Yes. <laughs> can I see, can I see Morna having a panic attack after she looks at me? She's not having a panic attack. She she does look a little overwhelmed, but also Morna's a we little all bit are. weird. Yeah, she's, she's always going through something. Yeah. yeah, I mean, she could just be sort of taking in. Uh, if you make a weird like, little character, you can get away with a lot of stuff. Okay, quick question for you before you proceed. Yeah. Just where, like when you reach down to get the goop, where yeah. is it on it, your person? It's kind of at the top of my bag. Like I, I've obviously kind of shown it off to some degree, but it's yeah. so I'm if not, he he's got to be one shoulder the yeah, bag so that he could then kind of reach. I can into kind it of then reach in and, and do it. Yeah. Okay. Um, as he's painting, Doxley's going to sneak and try to just put her finger. Oh in. my! Are you sneak. painting? <laughs> so you're like kind of like yeah. giving a little brush there, yeah. 
as it, I'll describe this first, as you kind of apply it, it doesn't seem to do anything. It's a very clear coating. It reflects light a teeny bit, like it's almost has a slight sheen to it, but mm -hmm. it's, it's not glossy, it's like matte, like it's dull. So yeah. it has, you know, if you looked really close, you could probably tell that you're kind of wiping something on it, but it's not extremely yeah. obvious, certainly from a distance. And do I, does it seem as though the, the rock, like is this a porous rock? Is it kind of at all seeping? Is it? Uh, it's not really seeping. Okay. It's kind of just staying on the surface okay. as you paint it. Give me a sleight of hand check. I meant like sneaking, like, oh, I don't okay. care if it catches me. Oh, so seven. Well, so with that roll, I'll say like, you feel her getting close, you could attempt to stop her is what I'm saying. Like if you rolled high, you could probably do it without him being able uh, to stop you. I'll just kind of give like a careful. <laughs> and like shoulder up to keep you away from it. Oh, to like stop me? Yeah, careful. Just the tip. Please, uh, please. We are all professionals here and I'm gonna like kind of push your arm away. TC. You're fighting awfully hard to put on this performance. It is for all of our benefit, is it not? What is? And I'm gonna kind of lean away from you and, and try to ignore you here. Um, the base and the statue itself, different rocks, yes or no? N no, they're all, um, they're all uh, made hmm. of basalt. It's uh, resistant to uh, I'd like Both to, acid and alkaline I'll, substances. I'll, I'd like, I'm just going to try a few different spots, small amounts. It'd honestly probably hold up fine in, in the weather. I... This is an unprecedented thing, I think. And I'm gonna go, I'm gonna he start. He dab a second yeah. one. I'm gonna kind of, if I, so he saw me at that first one. We'll mm -hmm. say, where was I? Maybe like halfway around there. Sure. Where did you want to be? I'm gonna kind of slowly come around to the back and kind of lean down to get to where the base is there and do a little bit more this time. Not dripping, but okay. like a little bit more as I lean. You do? He lets you do the second one? Yeah. What are you learning? Just anything I can, really. As I say, unprecedented, is it not? I'm asking you if by putting that stuff on, if it's showing you anything. It's not a porous rocket. As you say, it should do well in the rain, but I am surprised that you all want to take this out of here. And I'm gonna start stepping around and once more. You go further. I think that's probably enough. The difference between the, you see that there is a difference in these colors and a difference between the base, please. And I'm gonna, Go for a third and try to just lean up a little bit towards the legs here. Mr. Welker. TC. I think that's enough. And I'm just gonna start like circling it again well, and looking closely at Morna's it. Morna's gonna walk away. She doesn't fuck about whatever <laughs> is happening now. She's gonna walk up to Bruno and Stuart and say, were any of your men, were there a lot of accidents that took place here? Hmm, accidents in what sense? Well, your usual, obviously it's dangerous work, but was there more at this location than others? Men falling, hurting themselves? Uh, maybe a little bit, but it's probably just because of the size. Like I said, this is one of our bigger operations. Sure. 
Um, she's gonna sort of <laughs> just continue to do a loop around, sort of whatever the other way Kate is. She's gonna sort of go sure. around uh, to get a better look at it. Uh, the sight is off at this point. She's just like kind of trying to figure out how she's gonna explain what the fuck happened. If you don't uh, need me anymore, I, I wouldn't mind going back to collecting my tools. Oh, thank you. Um, one one more thing. Mm-hmm. Um, is there a any before you come to the mine? Do you put any? Is there anything that you, you require of all your men to ingest for safety or, or to to put on their clothes? I know this sounds odd. Uh, we take some safety precautions, but I don't know if I know what you're getting at. Do you wash with anything that has anti-arcane effects or, or something? I haven't needed anything like that. Of course. Sometimes if we dig deep enough, people take bottled breath with them and get a breath of fresh air. Sure. Yeah, that that seems good. Well, Thank you, sir. Yes, I I have no questions. I, I don't. All right, Bruno knows where to find me if you need me. Thank you, Mister. He walks. He takes a couple steps, um, kind of around the exterior perimeter, and there's like uh, four or five pickaxes that are lining up against the wall there that seem like they've been left here by miners past. And as he was saying, he seems to be like he's going from room to room, like gathering up any old tools or things so that everything can be moved out of this mine. He goes over and he grabs kind of clink, clink, clink handle. Um, you were saying that your the your vision lasts for a minute, doesn't it? Six seconds around. around. Oh, just one round? Okay, great. He grabs like the tools there. Oh, that pee bastard man. And he picks up all the pickaxes, kind of gives a, like I said, let me know. And he heads out of the room. Right? Yeah, he so was now the one that told me to stop. No, 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 no. Bruno was the one who was telling you to stop. Yep. And he's still... Religion question. Mm-hmm. Also, there's not. Is there anything that we, I would know, or anyone would know about, like not why there's no head? Like, is it is it common to not depict the faces of mm-hmm. of That's gods? Like, well, it is not common. I would say, okay. like, usually they do have faces. Um, but as part of kind of the religion check from before, you you don't remember like a famous headless figure or something. It's hard to tell, mm-hmm. especially without because it's so tall, you can't see. Yeah, above so the neck. it doesn't look like it was intentionally. It's very difficult to tell if it was okay. if it's a break or if it's intentional without like <sighs> climbing the statue or you know when they take it out they have to tip it over. It, maybe at that point you'd be able to see like where the neck is and see if it's like a break. I'm gonna like, start making my way back to Bruno. Sure, um, I mean, he's still standing like halfway across the little bridge there. Um, would you be a- opposed to me taking a climb up to the top of this thing? What exactly are you trying to look at? I'm curious about the neck. And I'm not a, a stone person or nothing. I'm just personally curious. You can say no. We've had some people testing the sturdiness of it because we want to make sure that when we take it out, it doesn't break. And it seems like it's built together pretty good. So if you want to take your bag off and leave your things so you don't break a limb, 
you can give it a try. Thanks, and as soon as he says that, <laughs> Backpack is off, <laughs> walking up towards the statue, yeah. Give me an acrobatics check. <laughs> okay. Can Doxley help her, so like, give tonight. her a Yeah, sure, boost. give it with advantage. <sighs> if she leaves me, if she leaves me, oh, who knows on the other side of it, I'm gonna make my way to the opposite side of Bruno while mm. she's helping her. Okay. <laughs> um, 22. 22. So, uh, using, again, kind of this as a reference, you grab onto kind of the hand there, try to not grab like the fingers that might break off or right. something, but using the limb as a sort of guide there. You put one foot on the knee that's kind of bent there uh -huh. so you can get a little bit. Get your hand up to the arm there. <clears throat> Pull yourself up. Mm -hmm. oh, give me a perception check. Okay. Can I, while she, is Bruno watching her? Um, he, he, yes, but he's also like facing this, the whole thing. Yeah, and, um, sorry, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, the 23. 23. With that look and getting a good vantage point, in contrast to what Stuart seemed to think and what the miners seemed to think, it doesn't look broken off. Yeah. It looks like it was made that way, oh. if you had to guess. <sighs> As soon as I see that, let's like <laughs> full body chill. Immediately, like kind of like, like almost like like a freeze, fight, flight, or freeze moment, and like, and then like a really slow climb down. Careful. Um, real quick. Um, yep. While that was out. That so the base literally there's that kind of pillar between the feet that's like uh, holding, holding it, up, it off. Kind of. Yep. But what the feet are on. Mm -hmm. How high does that come on us? A couple feet, yeah. A like two and a half feet. feet, yeah. So, <sighs> arms at rest, like hands down. Mm -hmm. Am I, are my hands obscured by that down there? Your hands, yes, but like maybe that's about it. Yeah, like a little bit of your wrist in your hand. <sighs> I would like to try, while this is happening, while people are kind of have their eyes on that, mm -hmm. I want to give the, the, the look that I'm also watching but that I'm down here with a hand, not even the brush at this point, like a hand and just like, like smearing like it, smearing it on the fucking side sure. of it. Sure, give hand. me a sleight of hand check. Wow. <laughs> 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 okay, Anthony. <laughs> sleight of hand. <clears throat> 25. 25, wow. okay. Oh, man. Using, you're a little, there's a little apprehension because you don't know what you're kind of sticking your hand into, but yep. you take the goop, and as everybody is Careful. climbing on the statue, yep, you use that to kind of smear it around the base there. Yep. Um, uh, uh, it, maybe two times if I, if I can here, sure. just. We'll say that you can. Once on, as she's on her way up, yeah, again, as she's on, on her way down. I mean, you've gotten a decent bit on the base of the statue on the back there. You've only gotten a couple little streaks on the, on, on the, the, like the yeah, on the statue itself. And I mean, if I, how much of this shit is, if I'm feeling it in my, with my hand, how much is left in this jar? After a couple, like two thirds of it's probably still left in the jar. <laughs> Woof. As I am helping Kate, mm -hmm. uh, like go up and down the statue, Having seen where he put like the first couple of brush strokes, mm -hmm. can I dip my fingers like discreetly while helping Kate and like try to... <laughs> uh, where it is on the statue? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You go out to touch it and it's dry already. It dries like very quickly. Can I smell it? Uh, okay. Sure, there's no odor at all. Get out of here with that <laughs> shit. Um, as I loop around, 
and see everything. She's just kind of thinking to herself. <laughs> she's gonna actually, uh, something's going to occur to her and she's gonna hurry back kind of thing. She's gonna do the loop, pretending sort of to be like, oh yeah, I'm totally thinking about the statue and all the shit I know about the statue. Mm -hmm. She'll go back, she'll you know, excuse herself past Bruno and walk up to Doxley after she's done a full loop. Sure, Doxley's on the, you're still on the middle platform. Yeah. Yeah, so you didn't walk by Bruno. No, no, oh, but I, wa I was doing a whole loop around the statue. Oh, around the, uh, around the exterior perimeter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah. Yes. So I do, do a full loop and sure. then I come back to the statue and I'm gonna go up to Dox sure. as she's sort of watching. Dox, Doxley, can I have that bracer? Yeah. Thanks. Why? I need it. <laughs> Are we getting into a fight? No, it's not for fighting. Uh, I need it, please. I'll explain later. Okay. I hate to be a pain in your ass, no, but I don't see a lot of examination going on. She's um gonna put the bracer on mm -hmm. and then take out her tools, look at the base again, do a little stuff, and then go. And like look around the space. There, there is powerful arcane energy in this room. We should leave immediately. Give me a performance check. Oh, can I back? Can I back her up on that? Oh, and like <laughs> as soon as I touch down from climbing, I'm be like, I think we should go. Sure. <laughs> oh. Um, minus one, but still an 18. 18. Oh my god, the stage the worked! Stage. It, the stage worked. <laughs> oh my god. What did you, it, all right, come on, come on. What did you see? Um, there's a swirling, this is an item that we, we found, a, a magical item, and uh, it helps us identify things. Um, it helps you identify magical effects, and there is uh, abjuration magic in, in this space, uh, perhaps emanating from the statue, we should bury the whole thing. This sh uh, Come out of the room first. Come on, come on, come on. <sighs> okay. He waves, kind of, at least exit right. the room. I, so, you start you going. see Doxley starting to walk over to you. I, at the back of the statue, I'm gonna, uh, feeling the energy of him and her, I'm gonna get my cane with the one hand, try to, uh, uh, without being noticed, again, reach in for a handful of the stuff. Waves a couple people behind. And give, give like a slip with the cane foot and then I have to like steady myself on mm -hmm. the statue, well, like one of the legs and whatever, you know, not again, not a fistful, but just a, enough of it so that, oh, I steady myself on the statue and I get some You on do there. so, <laughs> put some on the statue there. After waving a couple by, Bruno takes a few steps, grabs you by the arm and he's gonna grab your wrist there. I just needed to steady myself. Emotions are high. If Let's you've got go. your arm kind of out, he's pulling on it. Do you let him? I, please, I've been injured. Let's just get out of here. Mr. Welker. Let go of me. Mr. Welker. What do you want? I'd like to see your hand. Why? Please, you're hurting me. Enough, Mr. Welker. He holds up, Teasy's hand. Yeah. Is this where it's coming from? 
this shit on his hands. What are you talking about? No. Make a persuasion check. Oh boy. Um, persuasion is uh, 15. Please, and I'll try to like. He doesn't let go. <sighs> I don't know what that is. But it is not emanating any magic. Testing how it takes to moisture, I told you. Give me the jar. I need a hand to do so. He lets go of your cane hand. Use the other one. TC is going to reach with the right hand, and just as he gets it, fuck, however it hurts, put his full weight on his right foot and and like fall. Okay. And fall. He I has fall. your arm, so you kind of fall, but he still has your arm. There. And and reaching out to the side, I like if we're still here, mm-hmm. you know, the fucking leg, I go and and the whole the jar falls off. I, I let it go to, to go and embrace. My okay, leg. I was gonna say you're not trying to flick it at the statue. No, great, yeah, because it's too thick for that. No, no, no. I was gonna say, I'm, great. It's like. I put that. That you can do. You fall. I fall. And as your hand opens, gods! You saw that I was injured. Please let me go. Pulls you up. Ow! Fuck! And I mean, it hurts. Yeah. Please take a little bit of bludgeoning damage. Three bludgeoning damage there. Three. Who's next to me? I mean, you're kind of next to Doxley. Yeah. Kate has kind of rejoined yeah, you as well. Yeah, the three of you, because you kind of all hurried out of the room after you gave that little yeah. sort of speech about it. What's happening? What the fuck uh, is he doing? Sort of takes you by the scruff of the kind of the back of the neck there, and he leads you out. He picks up your cane as you go, and as he gets you to the edge, he sort of puts the cane back up against your chest. That easy. God. I thought we were the experts here. Treated like. I'm just mumbling as I make my way. Are we safe on the outside of this room like this? I'm gonna cast my magical sight again. As you're just on the outside of this room, sort of just through the narrow kind of passageway that leads in there, completely dark out here, but you can see some of the glow on the inside of the room and it's still glowing, you know, just inside the perimeter of the room there. Yes, it's just from in that room. I confess I have never seen anything like it before, and it has nothing to do with stone masonry. But. A powerful item that you carry with you, to know such a thing. Yes. Take him out. Did that jar break by, uh... Um, it did not. You heard it kind of. It's probably at the bottom of that like concave. Did it? it. Did the contents pretty much empty? It's hard to tell because it was dark, but definitely some of it. When you hit the ground and it rolled, like clearly some of it fell out. Yeah. So yes, a good bit of it. TC, put some weight on that leg and 
Get the fuck in front of me. She's gonna wait for you to start walking in front of her, like to exit. Um, put weight on it? Just start moving is what I mean. Oh, right. And as she passes Bruno, mm -hmm. I get that shipment to Peron. You tell me what was in that fucking jar. I'll start working my way out. Would you like to go back in, or is it dangerous? I... I don't know. I don't know. Only that... This place is new to everyone. The fact that the clerics are not This isn't normal. I understand. What I'm asking you is, you have already said more about this place than anyone who stepped foot in here, and we've had quite a few. Oh, Jesus. Is there anything else you would be able to learn if I let you go back in there? I'll go with you. You can go with her. Okay. Yeah, so I, I will see if I can learn anything else. I don't know. Does the item protect you? No. It just lets me see. I'll protect her. Be brief. As as we're turning to go back in, I'm gonna like kind of like look at him and just kind of. I don't feel like we should move it, and I know that my say has nothing on all of the votes, but I feel very strongly about that in this moment. I'll relay the message. I appreciate that. But my opinion holds about as much weight as yours. At least we try, and then we'll head back in. He stands a kind of, if he was to peer in, he might be able to kind of see the statue, but he's actually more concentrated on making sure that Doxley and TC walk back down the tunnel without deviating from the course. Mm -hmm. He's like in the hallway, so he can see in and down the hall, and he's kind of right there, but he's he's more watching them than he is the two of you. So the two of you kind of tiptoe back. As we go back in, I'm gonna, be, I'm gonna like grab her arm and be like, what exactly does that thing do? Um, and can I put it on? You can put it on, but it won't help. Not a, you can't, um, it takes time to learn how to use these Did things. you actually see something? I'm yes. a little confused about the performing that's going on here. What is, if Mr. Welker needed our help, what was he doing? Why didn't he tell us what he was? And this is like quiet. Yeah. Yeah. You, 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 with you guys in the room, you can talk quietly without Bruno being able to hear it. Why wouldn't he tell us what he needed? When did you I, learn how to use that thing? It's from my past, I, 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 it's a long story. Okay, I, but I we're not playing pretend right I'm now? I'm not, not playing pretend. What exactly do you see? There's abjur... There's abjuration magic all over this fucking place. Oh, you know so much about magic. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Can you tell me what you know? It's, Maybe not right now, no, but later, please. You don't, want, you don't want it. You don't want any of it. It's just... Let's do, let's look around. I, I don't know what else. 
What did you find out when you, I'm just gonna walk in and sort of do the thing where I look around. Yeah. Both of you give me perception checks as you come back in. That's cocked. All right, I'm gonna roll it then. Oh, that seems just not so good. Okay, um, that is a uh, 17. 15. 17, 15. You guys head back in, and Morna's like a little sort of consumed with her thoughts. She isn't sure what she's doing back in the room, but just wants to make sure she didn't miss anything. <sighs> she comes back in, she's looking around. Kate kind of right over her left shoulder. And with all these, there's probably, it's again, a sort of a circular room, and there's probably, if you picture like a clock, like a lantern hanging at each hour of the clock, you know, 12, 12 o'clock, one o'clock, like it's that lit. Like it has lanterns all around the room, so the whole room's lit. And as you're just sort of approaching that little strip of rock that goes across a little bridge there, you you think you saw something kind of move in front of one of the lanterns at eight o'clock. Both of us? Yeah, you catch a little <gasps> sight of something moving and then something at four o'clock. Did you see that? Yes. Is it, is, is it magic? I don't know. Should we leave? Just be quiet. You're quiet for a moment. And at about five o'clock, where the floor, not the wall, something looks like it's coming up through the rock. And it, there's like a little like black mound, like almost like a little, like the like if a bull was turned upside down, a little black mound that's sort of rising up out of the rock. And right at that moment, you hear Bruno's voice. I'm just going to, and <gasps> disappears back into the rock. I'm just going to make sure they take all the way down the tunnel. I'll be right back. Don't touch the statue while I'm gone. Okay. He disappears again. Did you fucking see that? What was that? That's what's causing them. That's what's causing it. Are they, are, do we think that they're, they're pr protecting the Aberration statue? magic protects, yes, maybe. I, it's protection. Protecting the statue from who? I don't fucking though? know. Don't from us? Know. From Not from them? us, from them, maybe. I, when, when they were in the room, there was no, there was, they're a creature. I, oh God, Kate, why did I fucking say anything? It's okay, just breathe and try to explain to me what you saw. I can't, I can't. As Morna breathes and thinks and Kate tries to coax her through it, we're actually gonna go up to the surface for a second here. Oh, oh. I don't want to, I don't want to play. I don't want to play anymore either. I quit, I quit, Matthew. I think we're gonna die down In here. In part <laughs> because of the tidal wave of new information sort of sloshing around your head. That, you don't, fight, you don't quite feel the typical pangs of curiosity about what's happening below. You are curious, but you have a lot else on your mind in this particular moment. <laughs> Recovery and rumination are the, on the forefront of your mind currently, sort of puzzling together what role Ramo Klein plays in all of this and whether or not your goals and future plans stand in opposition or are aligned with each other. Those incomplete glimpses into his past have worked up into a stress headache, like a searing stress oh. headache. And it, it's like looking at page after page after page of an important test that you should know all the answers to, and you just are drawing a blank. Like it has that kind of like, I should know this, and yet I <laughs> don't, I can't put it together. 
Activity up here at ground level is pretty minimal. It seems like they're satisfied with the placement and stability of the treadwheel crane. So Josie and her little posse of people are circling their way back up the path. They were kind of down below, checking on the crane, and now they're working their way back up. Other people are milling about, generally trying to avoid the ire of bison. Wherever bison kind of walks around, you see people like turn the <laughs> other way or try to pretend that they're busy yeah. just to avoid any kind of conversation. Passing by Josie's team, uh, moving in the opposite direction, so she's going curling up and there's some people curling down. A few people are guiding open-backed carts down the ramp that are stacked with very smooth logs that are stripped clean of their bark. And you've seen, you've lived in Peron, you've been in the city. For large construction projects, they would use this method to transport like big slabs of stone. You, mm -hmm. you put the logs down and then you like roll the item across the logs. Mm -hmm. So it seems like that's what their intention is. One of the carts has like a big uh, like platform sled. So it seems like they're gonna lay a bunch of logs tip the platform on the sled and then roll it along the log. Yeah. So they're getting all these logs down to the bottom of the pit here. That's what they're, they're working on at the moment. Other than that, there's a lot of sitting and just kind of waiting until your companions reemerge. So mm -hmm. you just kind of take a moment to yourself, blend in amongst the crowd. You're just kind of watching the people. There's a lot of sort of idling, nervous anticipation. People, a lot of people kind of looking over in the pit. Some people looking up at the crane. So just, yeah, a lot of general, uh, anything you're doing during this time while you're recuperating. Um, taking in, especially, you know, all the things you described, but then also while I'm trying to dress my wounds, think about everything that's been happening, how I'm feeling, keep an extra eye on Bison, just in case like who he's talking to, what he's like commanding or ordering people to do, sure. where he spends his time in looking at things, just to understand him more. Okay, give me a perception check, give it with advantage to sort of watch him over time, like some, you know, five minutes go by, 10 minutes go by, and you continuously kind of check in with what he's doing. Ooh, okay. Uh. 19. 19. It seems like first and foremost, and possibly predictably, he seems to be assembling a bit of a security force mm. because Bruno had mentioned that one of the other uh, surveyors is also carrying one of those keys. Bruno had one of the keys and there was another surveyor here that had one. And it seems like he's getting people together to maybe basically have a security detail tail this person to make sure that yeah. They don't get ambushed and that someone doesn't steal the key. So okay. he, you can see him kind of go into a crowd of people and he'll be like, you know, you and you come with me and they follow Bison for a while, mm -hmm. picks out another couple people and then there's like a little crowd and he's talking to them for a while. So that's the okay. kind of impression that you get from that. Cool. I don't think I'm gonna do anything with that information. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna sit and think and yeah, continue to watch, but just more having gauged that dress wounds and sure. things like that. While you're kind of minding your own business, people pass by here and there, some people in front of you, and some of them are just wandering. Again, some go check on the crane, which has obviously captured the fascination of, you've seen a treadwheel crane before, having been in Peron, but for mm -hmm. some people, they've never seen it before. Yeah. You can see people kind of, <laughs> like they're kind of pulling on the wheel a little bit, yeah. feeling like it's an impressive yeah. bit of sort of a, an impressive mechanism that's built there. One person, however, who's been kind of just hovering in your periphery, who's been kind of leaning over the edge, looking around a little bit, he finally makes the decision to kind of wander over and approach you. And you saw him a couple times kind of look over at you and the look that you kind of got the impression of it was curiosity because you're clearly not one of Bison's crew. Like he saw someone he didn't recognize kind of here at the dig site. 
So he approaches. It's a, it's an elven man with a sort of bushy must, mustache. And he's cutting chunks from an apple with his pocket knife as he kind of saunters over. He kind of cuts a piece off. What's it in? You with the crew taking a look down below? Yeah, more for defensive measures, but yeah, I am. Thatcher. Thatcher? Hmm? Alien. Nice to meet you, Nice Thatcher. to meet you. I actually um, recognized you. I was playing cards with Mr. Montero at the Heathen when uh, you came by. <laughs> right. I was bleeding silver, so I suppose you did me a favor. <laughs> Anywhere I can help, really. <laughs> uh, are you with Bison, then? I am. Nice. I do love a good bet, so uh, what do you think? We pull the statue out, and I'm going to say... Fiery meteors raining down from on high. <laughs> uh, uh, we got some other popular yeah. wagers. Uh, flash of radiant light that blinds us all. Mm. <laughs> or just a fuckload of fucking nothing. That's a popular one. <laughs> well, meteors from the sky sounds exciting, but I'd like to keep my life. Open <laughs> bet that that's not going to happen. Uh, Betting with your heart, always a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, betting's never been good for me. Um, okay. I'll bet that when they bring the statue up, this town will be fine for a week, two, and then word will spread about the mysteries and the wonder, and I think perhaps church attention will bring more church folk in, and, uh, oh God, I don't want to, did you hear about the snakes the, uh, the other day? Yeah. I did, yeah. I uh, fear this town will be run amok with snaking preachers. I think I prefer the meteors. Yeah, yeah, well, wow. I, can, I can fight snakes, I can't fight meteors, so. <laughs> it's not, uh, it's not Liam that's got you looking around out here, is it? Uh. No, uh... I just mean, you were talking with him, now you're here. No, uh, it was a separate matter, I ended up picking up a job for him. Uh, no, I actually haven't heard Liam's uh, deep opinions about this statue, uh, but no. Well, at this point, it's all said and done, so I don't mind saying that. I know that Liam pushed hard at the meeting to have the statue destroyed. Hmm. <clears throat> I mean, it's probably... Safer, but I guess what does that even mean if we know nothing about this? Mm. But it's crazy that that's even an option, right? Most places on the outside, you get arrested just for making a suggestion that some religious statue get vandalized. Uh, it's Bison. He didn't want to destroy it. Bison abstained from the vote, from what I understand. I see. He was the one that found it. He made his opinion known that he'd rather leave it there, but he understood that uh, perhaps his opinion was colored somewhat by being the one who saw it up close. See. Well, I guess time will tell. It's only a couple hours away from Doomsday. Hmm. I have to believe that Bison thinks nothing's gonna happen, otherwise he would've fought harder one way or the other. Well, for one who abstains, I don't know, doesn't seem like he's fighting for anything. Maybe. I'm just fighting for a living wage. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair enough. Uh, Where'd you grow up? Peron. Hmm. You? People's Ministry. Right? Yeah, they, <laughs> they are there. Now that is a group 
of people would stick up their asses. <laughs> I was worried my uh, opinion of you was about to be colored in a certain way. Uh, I 100% agree. No, I'm from uh, Esper, about a day north of Vancor. Probably never heard of it. I can't recall anything about that. We uh, get church folk there, but nothing like the ministry. Yeah, yeah. Broncolo has been a bit of a breath of fresh air. I bet. Uh, that sounds nice, out in nature and, well, not in a big city. Yeah, it's a real town. It's. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just never heard of it, so. Big enough for a missionary to visit us once from Peron. Oh. Uh, Pastor Judd, I think his name was. Pastor Judd. He was supposed to offer uh, advice and counsel and bring news of the divine, mm. maybe recruit some new pupils. Uh-huh. But when he got to Esper, he ended up spending the entire time just whinging and hollering about all he was doing wrong. Uh, service was done in the wrong order. Church was built in the wrong shape. Hymns were sung with the wrong melody. <laughs> all that stickling. All that what's proper, what's not. Yet the ministry still won't move the prison out of this blasphemous hellhole. <laughs> mm. Apparently, heaping piles of money is one of the gods, too. And the warden is its cleric. <laughs> the gods do seem a shallow sort if I fit them in their <laughs> visage. Give me one more perception check. Ooh! It's an out one. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Conversation kind of continues. He's, you can tell he's, uh, there's a couple like stops and starts and lulls. He doesn't seem to be getting at anything in particular. Yeah. He's just kind of passing some time. He's trying to just sort of wait until the big event happens. There's been a lot of sort of build up to this moment and he's kind of just trying to. The uh, the others, Peron too? The ones I traveled with. Uh, my sister, yeah. Um, the others. Yeah, uh, TC, TC. He's been he's been from Peron. Yeah, the other two no. Uh, yeah. So, not friends before coming to Brunkhollow. Uh, based on your uh, no recollection. <laughs> yeah, I don't uh, remember. We had some drinks that night. We were talking about it. Uh, yeah. So, more talking. Yeah, yeah. So the three of them, <laughs> the three of them, I never knew before we came to Brunkhollow. Uh, and yeah, I just came here with my sister. I can leave you alone. You seem a little out of sorts. <laughs> The conversation's welcome. I'm a bit banged up. Mm. Uh, I seem a bit far away. It's not. It's not because of you. You're an interesting conversationalist. I, I heard some whispers. Uh, ambush on the road. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, was, it was nasty. But uh, we we're good fighters. We, we held them off. Uh, do you guys get ambushed out here often? Did you come out here often? Yeah. And no. Or no and yeah. No and yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, we take that path every other day. It seems like, at least until we pull the statue up. Then hopefully we don't take any more. I'm happy to hear that. Happy no one's gotten hurt in transit. Hmm. Hopefully we've done away with them, and you guys can maintain your safety. Although it sounds like this might be not a dig that's popularly used after this. Not this one, but there's always more digs. I imagine it won't be the last time we take that shortcut. Well. Thesper, if you find trouble at other digs, come find me in town. I will help you deal with it. I appreciate that. Yeah. Robbers then? They were trying to steal? Uh, yeah. Uh, I'll just come right out and say it. There's some 
weird undead things. And that's uh, nothing I'd heard of here in Broncal. I've been here a couple days, so perhaps that's a bigger thing, but... Uh, First I've heard of an undead. Huh. See that stuff more in the cities than out here. Yeah. Hmm. Scary. Yeah, I hope that's uh, a one-case wonder. Anyways. Taking up enough of your time. Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate the, the conversation. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Have See a good one. He wanders off. Once again. <sighs> I'm alone there. A little bit more time passes. Give me another perception check. Bad die. <laughs> this one. Uh, okay. 14. 14. Right. As you're waiting around this time, sort of after having that conversation... You get another view of the area around. You, you sort of lost track of Bison for a moment there as you were conversing mm -hmm. with Thatcher. And then there he is. You kind of pick him up again. And he's talking with someone. As he's talking with someone, you notice that someone rides into the dig site on horseback. And they kind of ride right up to Bison. Like, with a little bit of urgency. They don't seem like they're hollering for danger or anything. But, like, mm -hmm. clearly, they didn't just ride in and spot Bison. Like, they rode clearly up to Bison hops off his horse, and the two of them have kind of a, a quick conversation. It seems like a little... There's sort of a indicating of something from beyond the dig okay. site here that he's sort of gesturing to. And then that man, Bison sort of acknowledges him and then points off. Bison seems to direct him to start taking the place of what he was just doing, which was sort of rounding up some people as a sort of security detail. And you see Bison think for a moment. He walks like right over to the edge of the pit. He sort of looks down into the pit. You can see him kind of thinking. The horseman, mm -hmm. two questions, Yep. came from the direction away from the dig site. Yes, he, he kind of came from the west. Okay. Yeah. And how was he dressed? Um, Similar to yeah. some of the guys. Yeah, okay. kind of similar, more similar to Bruno in the sense that He's wearing like laboring attire, but a little upscale. Like okay. he, he's, he stands out among the sort of regular labors. So okay. a figure of slight more importance than perhaps than your, your average person. So you can see that. Do you see Bison kind of thinking there? How far is Bison from me? 40, 50 feet. Who's in striking distance? <laughs> 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 what is my range? Yeah, yeah. 20, 60. Throw that you uh, baby. Yeah, come on his ass right over the yeah. um, As you're waiting there. You make eye contact with him. Wave at him. Oh, for dumbass, Pull for dumbass. Stuffs his hands in his pockets and kind of waddles in your direction. Ew. Hey. You speak that uh, bubbling gibberish that all the sea elves know, yeah? What's it called? Yeah. That'd be, uh, you got it on the head, bubbling gibberish, that's bubbling what it's called, gibberish. yeah? It's yeah. got a name, but I can't remember it. Mm. Now, as much as I enjoy providing you with a place to sit and do fucking nothing, mm. I need you to go gobble a bit, if you don't mind. Gobble? Uh, to another sea elf. To the southwest, there's a bit of a stretch where some of my men have been panning for gold in a stream. It's a good spot, keeps them happy when they're off duty. But I guess some crocs have wandered in, and now everybody's upset that they can't catch their fucking flakes. Now normally this is where I would say, it's not my fucking problem, figure it out. 
but since I've got you here, and you owe me, why don't you play the hero without having to lift a sword? And remind me, why is it that I owe you? Well, the healing for my idiot nephew's ankles came out of my pocket, not yours. Also, when your sister and a friend, who's as expressionless as the fucking rocks she studies, inevitably come back with nothing new to report, I will be slightly less in the mood for tossing people into pits if you've done this. I see. Call it a favor in advance. A favor in advance sounds better than I owe you, because I'd say the damage your nephew did didn't even cover what we got paid. Uh, well, but that was the mission, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it was. Mm. Uh, Glad we got that cleared up. <laughs> now, I'd be happy to do a favor for you. Um, if you had something to heal me up as I was protecting your man on the way here, I'm not any use to anyone out there. But if you have something to heal me up, I'd be happy to. Well, I don't have anything for you, but like I said, all I want you to do is go blub 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 to the crocs and get them to fuck off. I, uh, I'm gonna have to pass on that bison. I'm, uh, I'm a little too banged up from our journey here and I need to make sure I get my companions home safely. Fair enough. He turns, stops, and he turns back. And he gets within like four or five inches of your face. How banged up do you think you're going to be if I toss you into that fucking pit? I would say slightly more than I am now. And how banged up do you think your sister's going to be when I collapse that fucking tunnel on top of fucking head? And how quickly do you want your head severed from your body? For doing it. Hmm. He looks around. Fifty, fifty-five, maybe sixty if I'm rounding up. While he was counting, can I uncork a healing potion and down it? Mm-hmm. You can. I'm gonna do that very quickly. <laughs> I'm 60 fucking gold. I am so sorry for that. <laughs> this is exactly uh, what oh, you're holding. I didn't right? do. Yes, you can take a whole action to drink it. Okay, great. He said, don't get tossed in. You said that to him. You yeah. told him. Eh? <sighs> eh? Oh, look at that. You look better already. <laughs> I'm feeling good. I'm feeling a little better. Mm. Um, Sorry, I forgot. Uh, we were at the part where I explained that while I framed it as a favor, I'm actually not asking, am I? <laughs> Bison. You seem to have the wrong idea. I am happy to help you. I'm not here to be ordered around. I'm not one of your men. While you are on my fucking dig side, everyone is one of my men. How far are these crocs? Couldn't be 10 minutes less. Bison, as a favor to you, I'll go talk to these crocs. Mm -hmm. You ever put my sister's name in your fucking mouth again and wish her harm? You'll have another thing coming. 
Have a good day. Yeah, one more thing. Oh my god. Do you know what a Galeb door is? Look right back to him. Sorry, uh, doesn't ring a bell. It's like a boulder-looking fuck that likes to sit in the river, catching minerals and sediment. A while back, someone thought they saw one by the stream. Probably nonsense, but they do love their shiny things like metals. If you want to be extra safe, which I hope you are, you might want to doff your armor or at least cover it up with a fucking cloak. Not wise to dress up like ham and walk through bear territory, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Talk to Foreman Peabody. It points you in the right direction. Tell him I said you could have his fucking cloak if you want it. That's the circle around. What am I gonna do with all of you? All right, um, <laughs> I'm gonna head over to Peabody. Peabody, yeah. Peabody. 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 <laughs> <laughs> walk over to it's piss so ass good. nobody. <laughs> uh, and I will no. collect a cloak. Oh boy. You head over to Foreman Peabody there. Hey, uh, you going to the river, right? Yeah, sounds like it. <laughs> you just follow the usual road out. Less than five minutes, you'll start to see some trees off on your right that are marked with uh, like three vertical lines carved into the trunk. You follow those, you'll be at the water in no time. Also, people make that walk all the time. You can see where the grass is tamped down. Can't miss it. Great. Uh, I need that cloak, unfortunately. Uh, Bison said I need it to not get attention from things in the wilderness. <laughs> <laughs> Um, he mentioned, perhaps, that there... Bring it back without holes, yeah. I, I will try. Um, uh, things of ursine nature might be out and about. Is that... that's... is that true? From here to there? Well, like bears. Yeah, like, is that <laughs> around here very much? Sometimes, but... Not by that river. Not that I've seen. <coughs> okay. Um, and you don't happen to have... You know, I, I came here with, um, Bruno, and he had a couple of things you could uh, throw and it would drag attention of creatures. You don't happen to have any of that in case I need to help. Oh, you know what? I left all my shit for you in my other pants. <laughs> okay, great. Well, I hope to bring my cloak, your cloak, <laughs> sorry, not mine, back unharmed. Uh, thank you very much. Delicious. <sighs> oh, man. I'm gonna head off oh, toward the God. river. You start to walk? That is where we're going to take a break. No, 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 no. Matthew, we're trapped in that damn cave. So currently, we've kind of caught up in time a little bit. So just as Ilian is leaving, that's when Doxley and TC are walking down the mine shaft there toward back to the outside. Leave me alone, by the way. Kate are are reinspecting the interior of. That's the last time you ever see Morna and Kate. Oh yeah, Morna Kate. Bye. Never seen. The soot sprites are gonna eat us. But the gravitational pull of your ass is too strong. Get off of my bed. Like, <laughs> Get out of my ass! <laughs> In it, I need you out, please! No, oh I like it. We're gonna take a little break. Thank you all so much for joining us. Um, and when we come back, we'll uh, we'll see if we can get, inspect the statue and then maybe watch watch them haul it out of there, assuming we can do so. Such a terrible idea. <laughs> that is a horrible idea. Why did they, who voted why for did, that? Why did Bison not vote on that? That's yeah. fucked up. Yeah. Vote to why, let it Why stay. did that Abstain. Remind me, there was three votes you could make. Yep. Destroy it, leave it, bring it out. Mm -hmm. Like, you could have just voted to keep it there. Yeah. yeah. Yep. It took me but two seconds being in there to feel like it needed to stay the fuck there. Uh, right? It was always well, obvious. Without Morna saying, you know, there's shit oh in my here. God. Uh, to, to other people, they were like, mm, it's kind of a big-ass room. I don't fucking know. <laughs> 
Okay. Yeah, the music definitely helped. <laughs> I was like, bomb! I was like, we gotta leave! <laughs> Kate's like, I'm sorry, do you hear that? This is obviously the violin. <laughs> the underscoring is intense. <laughs> All right, everybody. Enjoy the puzzles. Yes. Uh, we'll see you soon. We'll pick it right back up. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to chapter 20 of Brunk Hollow. We got shit going on in all parts of the <laughs> man. Oh, man. <laughs> Upstairs, downstairs, inside, oh. outside. Oh. 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 You know, Party pit. I have some downstairs business. <laughs> <laughs> I showed you my downstairs mix up. Doxley's in on it. Bef no. Before <laughs> we dive back into the meat of it. Mm -hmm. uh, Okay, uh, oh, oh shush, uh, where? Sheesh. 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 Oh, I'm Sheesh. things. Okay, SA class worship, resubscribe, nerf master, resubscribe, Mary the noob, gave out five community subs, cast away cactus, 420 bits, little big happy, 183, subscribe, voobadoo, resubscribe, <laughs> to me, bro, five shoes streak, cast away cactus, five shoes streak, uh, today tree, five community subs, thank you, Sebastian, uh, resubscribe, navy man, 100 bits, Louiso, resubscribe, helljack, 1000 bits, thank you, walker bow, resubscribe, helljack, another 500 bits, packery, wow. subscribe, helljack, 100 bits, Kendo J, uh, resubscribed, a silver, uh, silver pun sword, 10 community subs, thank oh you. Wizrenang, uh, uh, a sub, a gifted a sub, Drake, Star Dragon, gifted a sub, Helljack, 10 bits, Helljack, 10 bits, Still Wolf said, resubscribed, Helljack, 672, what are you doing? And then a 46, Wizrenang gave a sub, Little Big Happy, 100 bits, and then Helljack with 91 just to throw me off. Thank you. Thank oh. you. Wow. 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 You, guys are, you guys are testing wow. Jordan's yeah. endurance in and the best possible Reminder that tonight is Notch and Soda, so if yes. you got a gifted a sub, stick around for the sub only stream of that. If you're a Spotify subscriber listening right now, we're not running ads anymore, so become a Spotify subscriber! Yay! Yay. Whew, nice. I'm well done. done. I am done. That was a lot. Episode's done, right? We don't need it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> let's do an option oh, soda now. Oh, let's, oh. No, 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 no. Jeez. We return to the interior chamber, where, sort of looking over their shoulder, Morna and Kate kind of watch Bruno disappear out of sight there, and then turn back to each other. <clears throat> Now, once again, kind of alone in the room here. And there's a little more quiet. Have you ever seen anything like that? No, don't, just don't move or breathe or anything. If you don't want me to breathe. No, I'm kidding. Should we just leave? No, just wait. <clears throat> I'm gonna try to stay as still as possible. Sure. A period of silence. Morna's sort of very still, and she looks over, and you can see that Kate's like kind of getting anxious, <laughs> just not exactly knowing what exactly you're being led into, if anything. And again, you see something kind of just passing maybe in front of one of the lanterns. There's a slight sort of flicker of the light. And now, in kind of two o'clock direction, right on the ground, another. One of those little tiny black domes that sort of rises very slowly out of the ground. How tiny is tiny? Like, <laughs> um, like this, like, like a cupped hand. Like this flipped over, <laughs> like flipped over. Yep, like bats. And does it have eyeballs? So far, it's just like just a little round sticking up above. That's all you can see, and it's just. Pitch black. I'm gonna sort of grab her her arm to be like, don't fucking move. <laughs> and that, that little bump appears. And then another little bump appears. Another little bump appears. Oh my god. 
in one spot, kind of close to you, maybe 10 feet off to your right, something emerges a little further. And it emerges in the most curious kind of way. It's passing through the stone with the same ease that you or anyone else passes through air. The first thing that comes out is this little stringy clump like a hairball or a bird's nest. And it's followed by a very slender, vaguely humanoid body. The whole thing no longer than six inches in length. <laughs> From head to toe, it's completely black. Like if the room was dark, even if there was only a little bit of light, you might not even see this thing. It would be almost invisible. There are, however, some irregular white stripes and spots kind of on its skin. One has one on the wrist. They're all like a little different. One has a stripe on its wrist. One has one kind of near its neck. One has one around the ankle, around the leg. Little white spots in different places. And its face is this concave white oval, almost like it's wearing a teeny tiny mask on its face. So it just has a white little oval face, a couple white markings on its body, otherwise totally black with a little head of curly black hair of um, some kind. And like this fucking yep, big. Yep, like six inches tall. Uh, as it emerges, its delicate limbs are surprisingly twitchy, almost like, uh, do you know, like, if you picture a water strider moving across the surface of a pond where it like moves and then slows and then moves and then slows, like it moves like that. So it'll move a little bit and then slow. Can both of you give me uh, history checks? What? Whoa. I'm gonna barf. <laughs> Oh my god. 16. 16. Um, that's an eight, because I have a minus. <laughs> In this moment, Kate, you thank your youthful curiosity that you've read books of all kinds, especially ones that pertained to, you know, creatures of old, maybe magical mysteries of old. You think you recognize an old drawing that re resembled one of these creatures, and they're called Chewingas. C-H-W-I-N-G-A, Chewinga. Sounds like it's what? gonna eat me alive. And they're elemental creatures. There's sort of some sort of innate elementness to them. And so one of them kind of rises up, and as you guys stay still and silent, Another one kind of comes out of the wall. Another one kind of pops up. Do I know anything about the personality of these creatures? No, not with a 16. Oh, <laughs> not with a 16. And with like big, big for it, <laughs> sort of strides with its little like limbs, it kind of <gasps> walks towards you a little bit. I'm just like squeezing Kate's arm kind of thing. <gasps> Takes a couple steps. I'm gonna like intuitively just like get down on my knee, like very slowly, and like like tuck my chin to my chest like I'm bowing. One of them kind of goes up and then quickly backs off. And then. I guess I'll also kneel. <laughs> <laughs> and there seems like to be a kind of. They don't seem to be doing other anything other than almost like, you know, like a dog greeting another dog. There's a curiosity about it. Like they get close and then back off. Like even as if you like take a inhalation, they they back up at the inhalation and then 
slowly, slowly reach my hand out. Oh, be careful. Chewinga. And it, and it touches your hand, and you feel a little kind of burst of energy, and you pull your hand back a little bit, and it's so sudden and quick, and it feels like there's been like a small change in you, but you're not sure what. <laughs> I need you to give me a roll of a d10. Oh, okay, so oh my! It's, uh, it's this one here. This one. Yeah. Okay. What is happening? Just one. Hmm? Oh no. Four. <gasps> he has cards. <laughs> oh my god. Natural no. <laughs> Oh no. It's a Pokemon. It's a Pokemon. <laughs> it says its name. As it touches you, you feel a little something, and. You don't know how you know, but it's imbued you with just a little spark of magic. Oh Almost as God. if it touches you and you can feel it like go up your arm oh and kind of cry. <laughs> feel it in your chest. And you feel that if you were to maybe sort of try and source that magic or reach for it, that it also might dissipate. That like this isn't, you have not been permanently changed. But it's given you a little, a little gift of magic, a little charm that you just feel. You have been given a charm of the fates. Oh my goodness! You can tug on the threads of fate to tweak a circumstance in your favor. After you make an ability check, an attack roll, a saving throw, you can roll a d10 and add it to the total, potentially turning failure into success. Once used three times. Charm vanishes from you. Oh my! Oh God. my. So I'm. Uh, <laughs> uh, Morna's also gonna because Kate seems to be okay. She's gonna reach out her little hand. Morna. <laughs> and it looks like it's about to touch the top of your hand, and then touches the bottom of your hand. Ah! Oh. <laughs> Give me a d10 roll. Oh my god, you guys! So no cool. fair. They're just gonna start like. <laughs> <laughs> also a four. Also a four. Well, it's been replaced now with a different one. <laughs> you feel that magic go up your arm, and it kind of. Kate can't see this, but it sort of invigorates that well of magic within you that you can feel. It makes you like a little nauseous. You're imbued with the charm of the storm. You become charged with the power of the storm to the extent that tiny sparks crackle in your eyes occasionally. Uh oh. You can cast the lightning bolt spell. Oh! <laughs> Once used three times, That's so cool. it disappears. Oh, fuck yeah. That's so cool. Oh, fuck yeah. So you guys can just feel that, that magic crackling through your veins a little bit, but again, you just somehow innately sense that you can expend the magic and then it will be gone. It's just a fleeting gift of magic that's been sort of imbued upon you by this creature. Kate, we have to get out of here. As soon as you like talk, they they kind of back up a little bit. Kate's gonna quietly like, no, Kate, reach out her hand. No, if Bruno sees this. No, Kate. Morna's gonna stand up and, and stand up. just sort of- They sort of back up a little bit. Hey, we, no one can know about this. Do you still have your dagger in your boot? I do. One of them 
He doesn't touch it, but he points it. <gasps> okay, she's gonna reach down and hand him, like, sort of lean the dagger towards the little guy. Oh, grabs it. And it looks heavy in his hands. It kind of sags a little bit and another one like swoops in. So there's two of them kind of holding it. Uh, Almost like two people would hold like a log, like they're holding both ends of the dagger here. No, don't take it from me. They tip the dagger up so that the point is facing down toward the ground. And they touch the end of the dagger to like the dirt and the rock on the ground. And they start to draw in the dirt. Oh my god. Oh my god. I'm gonna grab Morna's hand. I'm like, like put my I'm gonna put my hand over her mouth. They draw a little design in the dirt. What are you doing? The first thing they do is they draw a little line and then scoop underneath it and connect the line. And it looks like a little bowl that they've drawn on the ground. Let's go bowl. Okay. Chewing They take it, they go above the bowl, and they make little like, little dots above the bowl. After they're finished with that, they go a little bit to the right. They make a big circle on the ground. And then next, a triangle next to the circle. What you're seeing is this. After drawing all the shapes, they make a couple lines with little arrows. And I'm going to bring it up on your first. What are you doing? I'm so upset. This is what you draw. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> you guys can see what they draw. <clears throat> and after they're finished with the last little sort of arrow design, they just let go and let the dagger like ting. I'm gonna I'm gonna point at the, the circle with the triangle slowly and then tap to myself. Chewinga. Hey, does this mean something? Uh, and then you hear, <gasps> no, and they, no, 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 you no. watch them like sink into the ground, go into the walls, oh. they just disappear, oh. all I'm of gonna, them. I'm gonna take my look dagger, busy, grab the busy, dagger, and busy. I'm gonna shove, shove back. <laughs> uh, just get sure. rid of everything on there. Yep, I yeah, don't do see so. it at all. <laughs> I'm just gonna start like ponderously looking at the walls. Um, I'm gonna walk towards, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna grab <laughs> by the arm again and walk her towards the statue so that it, when Bruno comes, we can have another conversation and just, I'd be like, don't tell him about, no one can know about these things. Obviously I'm not gonna do that. Okay. Pokes his head in. Uh, you almost done. Yes, I think we're quite done, yes. Oh, we, we might need a couple more minutes. <laughs> Two minutes. Two minutes. Have I'll be right time. outside. Thank you. It's too dangerous. And he's now standing in a spot where he can see into the room. Like he's at the, he's just, yeah, he's like, he's just outside, like down here. Can he hear us or? or? If you talk quietly, it would just sound like whispers. Like he'd be able to tell you're whispering, but he wouldn't be able to hear what you're saying. Uh It's Um, quiet. We have to go. Does that 
Does that bowl look like the image they showed us to you? Are, what are you? I'm get, wait, so can, I see the sta- can I see the image of the statue? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, I mean, the statue is more, it has more detail, obviously, but yeah. things that are. I'm gonna like point up at the bowl and be like, do you know what I mean? Yes, but I don't, I don't know. We, this place should be buried. Do you agree with me on this? I agree at the very least that that statue should not be touched. No, Kate, people aren't meant to have this. These creatures, let them be. There's nothing wrong with them. They were very friendly. Which is why I say leave them be. We need to come up with an elaborate reason why this statue cannot be moved. I have already told you that there's magical forces in here. You don't need to tell them it's from creatures. I don't know if you've met me, but some people are intrigued by magic, Morna. (laughs) And that won't be enough. I am not skilled at lying. You're gonna have to try, okay? Okay. Tell them terrible things will happen. Okay, yeah, let's go, let's go quickly. Get out of here, if it's dangerous, we have to go. Take a breath. (sighs) Lie. Yes, okay. I'm gonna... Sort of waiting there? Yep. Anything else you found in the meantime? It's dangerous. It's full of protective magic that I think is protecting the statue. It should be buried. I don't know anything else. This only has limited uses. Hmm. All right. At the very least... Bruno, sorry, go for it. At the very least, there should be a delay in moving this until maybe we can get some more information on what will happen when you try. I will tell him this. He brought all these people here today to get this out of here. Bruno, I... Can we make sure only Bison hears of this first? I don't want this out, but I don't want people to know about this. I would also do yourself a favor and be as far away as possible if this ends up happening today. Noted. Let's go. Let's go back outside. Okay. Oh, um... Was he testing the statue for moisture? I mean... One could do that. But I... I don't know to what end. He's a weird guy. And I don't know anything about archaeology. Nor I, I suppose. Come on. He's a good man, if that's... I'm not convinced of that. (gasps) Starts to lead the way back outside. Kate. What the fuck was he doing? It only takes... A couple of minutes of walking to feel very removed from the bustle of the dig site. (laughs) All of a sudden, you're alone in nature. 
Though thankfully you have the assistance of the road to make that feeling, it's a comfortable solitude rather than like a wayward, feeling lost kind of solitude. You walk along the path for a little bit, a little frustrated, and then off to your right, you locate the marks that were talked about. There's a couple of marks with those sort of three lines. And just as was foretold, there's also some very obvious tamped down grass. It's very clear that there's this main road and people pivot off you know, toward the, the stream or brook or whatever that's there. So you're able to locate those marks with ease. You're kind okay. of here on the road. You haven't passed anybody by at this point. Like it seems like anyone who's already, anyone who's going to the dig site is already there. So you've been alone this whole time. It's been probably five minutes of walking out of the dig site. <sighs> just grumbling and tired, but keeping an eye out for bears and just, okay, I'm going this way and it's fine. And I just get to the river and it's fine. You move very quietly over the soft earth and you start to hear sounds of flowing water. With the relatively level terrain here, it's more of a babbling brook than a raging river. It's not like, it's sort of trickling along. Water's pretty shallow. When you can see the bank, there are a couple of moments where a strong glint of light catches your eye. And you stop for a moment and you just check to make sure, but it's not the water's surface. There are several long, flat objects resting in the shallow parts of the riverbed with a combination of wooden and metal construction. These are sluice boxes. Mm -hmm. They're for trapping heavier particles, most notably gold. People, what you do is you take a shovel full of kind of dirt or riverbed, put it in the sluice, and it trickles down and it sort of sorts the sediment and, and the materials by them. So there's a number of them here. Okay. There's nobody here working the boxes at the moment. They don't operate on their own. You have to like shovel stuff into them and there's nobody here at the moment, which could coincide with what you've heard. If there's alligators around, maybe they fled or left right. the area for the time being. It's just the kind of secluded spot that you were actually sort of looking for this morning when you were <laughs> looking for the riverbank as a kind of moment to reflect. So you, you're probably 20, 25 feet from the river, haven't run into any creatures yet so far that you see, and there's nobody in the sort of river near the sluice box. Okay. Um, cautiously pulling the cloak around me. Just make my way towards it. Keep my eye out for anything, any person, any creature. Until I reach the brook. Sure. Yeah. Give me a stealth check first, and then a perception check as you're looking around. Okay. And it is with disadvantage on the stealth check, if you're still working on I am. Okay, that's not horrible. Uh, that's a 15 on stealth. Okay. And then what was the second check? That was perception check. Perception. <clears throat> oh, that's 22. 22, great. Sort of creep closer and you're, as always, you're cognizant of your armor, but you're thankful that the soft earth here, as opposed to like walking over rock where your armor rattles a little bit, uh -huh. it, there's a little give to the ground. So you're able to move pretty quietly. Again, keeping the cloak sort of draped over so as not to catch the light on the armor or anything like that. And you get a little closer and closer to the river. You don't see any animals. Sort of quiet here, not seeing anything in particular. I think to myself, I, uh, well, I could just tell Bison that I dealt with it and uh, huh. there was nothing here, you know? Or not that there was nothing here, but that it's done. <laughs> um, I'm gonna take a sec now that I'm here and get some water on my face and wash my arms or like as much as I can through the armor or whatever, yeah. just get some no, on the underside, you need to kind of unbuckle for a second to yeah. wash and then rebuckle the... <sighs> you just razor. get some water in my hair. Just... <sighs> I 
Fuck that guy. <laughs> As you're here, you along with million. Million. <laughs> <laughs> he looks at his reflection, he's like, fuck you. <laughs> As you're here with the previous perception check, you do start to hear a little bit of noise between the trees. Something moving through the brush. Okay. As it continues to move, it sounds like it might be multiple things. Just based on the, you hear kind of two separate sources of noise that are coming loosely from the southwest, kind of downriver a little bit. Okay. Um, I'm going to keep distance and back away from the brush if they're coming from like the other side of the river or anything, just to stay other on the other side. Mm -hmm. And then maintain from that sound at least a 10 to 15 foot distance. Yeah, I mean, it still sounds a little bit off. Okay. It's not that close, yeah, so. Um, and wait, because I don't want to get into an, any kind of fight, but if there's gators or whatever, I'll try to communicate, but. Okay. You wait, sort of quietly, you find a little spot where there's a little obscurement. Again, it's coming from the Southwest, so you just keep a little bit of trees and brush and reeds mm -hmm. between you and the source of the noise. And just before you're able, you think you're gonna be able to kind of maybe poke your head out and see what might be the source of the noise, you hear a little bit of conversation. It sounds like people are walking okay. kind of along the riverbank. Okay. And there's a little bit of a back and forth conversation between them. I still don't get it. Why would he even come out here? Warden thinks he might be hiding out in one of the mines. Why? Well, we already have lookouts in Brunk Hollow. He's done bad enough that he's unlikely to travel back through the cusp. Plus, report is, may have been injured during the attack. Makes sense to look somewhere he can hide when he recovers. Bison's not gonna let us anywhere near one of his dig sites. Least of all this one. Yeah, it's true, but we can look for signs. Probable cause for the warden. Discarded shackles, prison rags, most notably, but anything else we find. Seems like a long shot. Yeah, it's cause it is. Before they get too much closer, I'm gonna break out of into more of you, um, break out of as if I wasn't just sitting there listening to them. Like I sure. arrived. You do so. Ah, there he is! Whoa! Hey, he's gonna loose an arrow at you. Are oh. you? Lord Gasuma, thank you for the raid. Hello, thank, thank you for the raid. Sixteen to hit. Does not. Raid on arrow sings by. Whoa! Hey, alive, Sutton, alive! What? I was sent here by Bison to help out some men. Ruffles through his pockets. Oh no. Shit. It's not fucking him. Um, <sighs> maybe try looking at someone before you shoot them. We need to get the fuck out of here, let's go. Uh, sorry, so sorry. And they... Hmm. In the opposite direction. You notice that both of them are wearing gray and yeah. green. They have clinker. You know. Busted. <laughs> All right. Um, oh, I mean, they're fine. Just leave. I'm, I'm going to wait two minutes, look left and right, and if I don't see people or crocodiles or anything, I'm heading straight back to the thing. Oh, my God. You wait for a couple minutes, and you see nothing of the oh guy. Great. Oh the job's been done, and I head back to the pit. <laughs> you do indeed. <laughs> We're gonna go to a little bit back in time as Doxley and TC were moving yeah. through. Did you want a moment as you were exiting before you? Yeah, so so Bruno, this is again sort of rewinding. Bruno is in the tunnel watching you guys, making sure you don't like deviate off to one of, there's numbers of sort of shafts and tunnels off of the main one. 
but you can talk quietly without him hearing, but he can clearly see you, so if you do anything, he would be able to see what you're doing. Um, you said at one point, Bice, not Bison, Bruno was like gonna kind of, fo not follow us, but like go to the end of the tunnel to see if we had left it. Yeah, th that's later. Oh, okay. Right now he's just watching you. <laughs> so we better on. leave. <laughs> <laughs> we can retcon it if we have. Okay. Uh, yeah, because I, I wanted to... He is not walking down the tunnel yet. Okay. He's just standing there, kind of at the entrance to the statue chamber. Okay. As we're walking, quietly. He sees a whimpering a little bit, and it fucking hurts not that he's put his weight on it there for a second. I'm going to fix this. But then, later, you are going to tell me exactly why the cleric... Sorry. Why? <laughs> why? God damn it, I knew I was going to do that. My name's TC, but you're making a wild leap there, my dear. Uh, TC. Restarting that entire sentence. Please, please, TC please. not stand for TC, the cleric. The shit comes out of his ass and goes back up in. Whoa! What did you say? Ilian, you wait another couple of minutes, <laughs> okay, okay. and then nothing shows up. I head back to the well, back. yeah. And we go to the top. <laughs> I'm gonna clean this up, but later, you and I are gonna have a discussion about why the clinkers broke your leg and gave you a jar of goop. Do you understand? Clean what up? What are you talking about? I'm going to fix whatever the fuck you just did in there. Because the last thing that I want is bison up my ass. You know, I was in there pulling shit out of my ass and you seem to know more about what I was doing than I was. What are you going to clean? What are you going to fix? That's for me to worry about, TC. I told you all I was going to feign expertise to give Mona more time. You pushed too hard, TC. Oh, I guess I did. Showed your cards. Let's get the fuck out of here. I'll start escorting him, but I would like to try to keep an eye if Bruno follows us, because I wanted to maybe turn around quick and have a private word. Sure, as you guys move throughout the tunnel, slowly the light leaking into this mine shaft sort of washes over you. It switches from the sort of warm lantern light to a little more of the daylight that's outside. You get to the edge. You breathe in the air of the outside. As you look around, there's uh, nobody down here at the moment. They, it seems like Josie and her crew have gone back up and you see now a little bit of what Ilian saw before, which is people are almost all the way down the uh, sort of spiral ramp and they're carrying, or no, they're pulling carts that have those stripped logs that they seem to be, uh, you know, using, will be using to transport the statue. As soon so. as they enter daylight and it hits her face, sure. Doxley changes her expression entirely to one of a severe pleasure. Mm. Can you make the climb alone? You're going to abandon me here? Sure am. Or to you can what? wait for me. To what end? What are you going to do that they can't? You clearly don't know me, TZ. Either wait here, or I'll see you up there. Finds a... myself a fucking mess and I'll find a spot to kind of lean against the wall there. Yeah, you can lean against the wall a bit or, or there's like the 
just as the ramp's going up, you could kind of sit on the ledge there if you yeah. want to do that as well. Sort of a convenient spot. A little bit of time passes, and then this is coinciding with before, Bruno making sure that you guys actually left and didn't just sort of disappear somewhere we couldn't see you. You can see him sort of working his way down, slowly down the mountain. It takes a couple minutes, a pretty long sort of hallway there, and finally he gets to the edge where you're waiting. Yeah, Dux is gonna give him a little head tilt. So. You're heading back up then. I am. Look here, Bruno. I think for both of our sakes, Bison doesn't know about what happened there. I think we keep this investigation between you and I. How does that sound? Which part of it? The jar. I know you're gonna go back and pick it up. And I know you're somewhat obligated to tell Bison about it. But how about you and I start a partnership? Scalisi Shipping is the name of my friend's company. By the end of the month, they get into that harbor whenever they want. Should I be asking if they're planning on taking any explosives into that harbor? Or? Just drugs. Just drugs. Better than explosives. <laughs> 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 They ruin lives just the same, <laughs> just slower. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'll get the jar, but whatever he put on it, am I going to be able to even get that off? It's already dry, I tried. If somebody notices whatever he spread on it, that's it, the jig is up. I'm not going to pretend that I don't know what it is or that I didn't see him do it. All right. Best you go back to the surface. I'll collect your friends. Darcy puts a big smile on and holds out her hand. Thanks, Bruno. Heads back around, heads down the tunnel. Ooh. over to TC. Sitting there on the ledge of the ramp. You can talk quietly to him, but there are people coming down the ramp like with the carts. It, the carts are making a decent amount of noise. Doxley holds out her hand, but not with her usual flair. <laughs> Use it to get up. And she starts walking. Start heading up the ramp, smiling back. As you guys are heading all the way up, and as Ilian's coming back into the camp, this is when Bruno has gone back and he's now escorting kind of uh, Morna and Kate back through the tunnels here. I'm gonna talk to Morna, and like, I, I don't, I'm not trying to whisper so hard that Bruno can't necessarily hear this, but I'm like. Yeah, he could be, he's like, he's a few feet in front of you, but he can definitely hear that you're talking yeah. behind him if you talk. There are forces of, of protective nature, you said. Yes. So either they'd like to keep something out. Does that seem reasonable? They're protecting the statue or they're protecting themselves against the statue. I think we can honestly say we don't know. 
And perhaps we should not fuck with it. I don't want to fuck with it, but they're gonna fuck with it. No, okay, just let... fuck me. Fuck me. Uh, fuck me. Uh, solutions. I, we will tell them what we know. But we're gonna tell them we saw a bunch of tiny no. little men. No, we already said that. <laughs> We already said we weren't gonna say anything about the Tessa. We're gonna say we're gonna. We already said we weren't gonna say anything. We're gonna. Sure, gonna let me. We're gonna say I'm gonna put my hand over her mouth again. We're gonna say there are forces, forces, spells, protective spells. Yes. We don't know what they do because we are not experts. And the smartest thing to do is to leave it fucking be. To give. At least somebody, time to figure more out. No, no one should. You don't have to do it. I can do it. No, Kate, bury it. Why would the Monteros, possibly the people in this town who know the most about magic, want to destroy it? They don't know what it is. Maybe we should tell them. No, Kate, please. This sort of thing gets into the wrong hands. I'm gonna go up and tap on Bruno's shoulder. Oh. Um, was the plan to remove this statue just about as soon as we were finished here? They're all set up outside, ready oh. to go. Oh. When you came down, they were testing to make sure the crane could bear the weight. I'm gonna look at Morn and be like, should we talk to Bison? I believe that's what we're doing now. I assume he will want to hear what you have to say. Yeah, Jesus Christ. That's not a person. <laughs> <laughs> My good friend, Jesus is crass. This is my old instructor. Oh, <laughs> the forces of nature. That's not a person. Oh. Turns and starts to walk. Maybe it's because you were so preoccupied. Jesus Christ is a very common name. <laughs> Jesus Christ is my uncle. He yeah. would know what to do. Yeah, I had an uncle. <laughs> God, I wish he was I alive he to was tell here. me. Oh, man. He would know. He would know what because you were so preoccupied on your way in, so focused on you know whether the reality of the statue would match up to expectations, leaving the mineshaft feels like it takes twice as long as when you entered. Even though that's <laughs> you know it's in your head, it's not true. But just the walking, the stress of kind of what you learned and what you saw, it makes this walk feel very, very long. That little speck of light at the end of the tunnel just grows at an agonizingly slow pace. Before you get to the point where you can like see fully outside and smell the open air. You see a number of people that are now alternating between standing and crouching, standing and crouching. And it looks like they're going through the motions of what you think would be like laying track for minecarts. But while the action is similar, they're spacing dozens of logs along the ground here, a few feet in between each one. All these logs, they sort of grab one off the cart, goes over the shoulder of a couple people. They line it up to make sure that it's sort of parallel and isn't gonna roll funny, place it down. Next, to get another log. So it's a whole kind of little process all the way down that they're kind of meeting you in the middle of this place. Oh. When you get close, they stop briefly to allow you to pass. They're laying down these logs and they kind of make room just for you to go by. You have to step over these logs as you're kind of moving through. Bruno sort of, thank you, thank you, and sort of moves by, talks to a couple of them. You can see several of the laborers are trying to read your faces to see if you might have made some discovery while you were in there. You can see oh. like, just people trying to sort of gauge people any People try to kind make eye contact with me. I'm going to look yeah. at them like I'm going to, like, with daggers in my eyes. Like, stay the fuck away from there. Ooh. Morna's not looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> uh -huh. 
You get past the logging team, and it's just a little further until that stale underground air is finally replaced with a sort of crisp breeze. Another pack of workers standing around what you think is that delineated drop zone for the crane. They sort of have that place marked off on the ground, looking up and they see you kind of coming back oh, out. So bad. Yeah. As far as you can tell, everything seems to be in place. Oh. And now that you've completed oh God, your inspection, gonna... the heavy lifting can begin. Mm. And the elders of Broncolor can decide what they want to do with it, assuming it makes it back to town in one piece. So you guys get to the outside. All right, back up we go. And starts the march back up. As, as we walk up, um, she's just gonna grab Kate and very quietly say, please just let me do the talking. You do the talking. Please. Kate. You are clearly panicking right now. I'm fine. <laughs> You do not look fine. Kate, please, please. We need to be as honest with Pa as possible without yes. mentioning. I, I will do it. Please let me do the talking. I will interject as I see fit. No. <laughs> Kate, please. I'm not gonna trust say. Trust me. I do not trust you. <gasps> we have to say whatever we can. Let me try. You can try first. Thank you. We'll fast forward, so as you're heading up, Doxley and uh, TC have reached to the top. And at the same time, you get to the top and you kind of look around and there's no Ilian up here, but then you see him kind of coming in from the west a little bit. And he's got kind of a cloak <laughs> draped a cloak. over his armor and he's kind of entering the dig site from that end. So you guys are kind of reaching that point about the same time-ish. Oh, you're... I, we're in talking distance? You can, yeah. You, if you spot them, then you can head in their direction there. You're back. Is there like a pop-up tent selling cloaks near here or something? What are you doing? A pop-up tent selling crocodile trouble from Bison's. I went for something for Bison and that's it. I'm back. It's fine. It's stupid. A restful time up here then, it seems. Are we all together right now? Mm, you guys have not gotten up first yet. So, um, good news. Um. Ilian. I would say the lack of news is bad. You know how we were worried that we wouldn't be able to give Bison any information on what we gleaned down there? We didn't really consider if we had too much information. The other two will be able to give you more details. But it seems like we've made a proper fucking mess of this thing. Okay, and where are they, the other two? They're still down there. Should be coming up soon. If we look down, I mean, we pro do we see them maybe starting? A couple more minutes and yeah, they'll peek out, but yeah, they have it. You guys would have gotten up there before because they stayed to look for a little bit. I, I I need to go find Bison. I just talk to him really quick about this thing. But I'm sure he'll want to talk to all of us soon. Is it good news you have for Bison? It's fucking the best news I could ever bring him. No, but seriously, is he gonna be in a good mood? Uh, maybe. Uh, well, no. Not talking to me, probably not. We didn't get off on a good foot uh, when he <laughs> talked to me. So, but I did what he asked, and it is done. You didn't bring up his namesake, did you? His nephew? Namesake. We were told not to talk about it, weren't we? Why he's got his name? Never the mind. nickname. The Horned. Oh, no, no, sorry. You seem no. to not be following my... I just thinking about other things. Um, right. Do, should I wait to talk to Bison or prep him for you all? 
If you peek over, you can spot him. He stands out in a crowd, but he does look like he's currently talking to some people at the moment, maybe about, you know, the operation that's about to begin. He is currently in a conversation with some people. Yeah, unless you, unless you were in a rush, I'm sure you'll have your turn. Yeah. Okay. I will wait with you guys. The company is welcome. So you were doing a crocodile? What? Yeah, uh, he wanted me to go talk to some crocodiles to stop affecting his miners at a gold panning thing. There weren't any crocodiles or people. Just I just got shot at by some clinkers. I'm just gonna tell him I did it and be done with it. Why were clinkers shooting at you? Uh, I believe uh, there are people actively looking for this Marcel man and they mistook a sea elf for him. Uh, oh. Speaking of which, you didn't happen to see while you were down there footsteps of, he, they said he might be in some dig sites hiding out. Uh, I, I don't know. Not that, that you can recall. That you probably would have come up I mean, there right were now, dozens of many trails of footsteps yeah. in and out of the mine. This yeah. doesn't seem like the place you really lie low, yeah. honestly. Yes. Well, the paths that we took were well watched. Well, I'm sure Bison will like to know the knowledge that there are clinkers in this sort of territory looking for this person, so maybe I can use that to get him on a good side of some of sorts. As this conversation's happening, you see the two of them emerge. You see Bruno, they start to walk up the trail. A little more time. Finally, they get all the way up to the top and the group finds each other again. And Bruno's sort of, I just have uh, one more thing to take care of. Take a moment and then we will talk to Bison, yeah? Yes. We cannot let, let them touch that statue. <sighs> okay, can someone enlighten me no. on what is happening here? No, not right here. Uh, not. How do you suppose we do that? I have no idea, but by any means necessary. Other than sabotage. No, I will tell him what we found. Because he is such a reasonable man. And what exactly did we find? You will learn quickly. I don't want, there are so many ears and eyes all around us. You can have a quiet conversation, but there's people passing behind you like constantly, like people walking to and from. People aren't like eavesdropping, but people within earshot. Just please limit the number of people. I will tell you all, I promise. There is a very high chance that something completely out of our control happens when they try to remove that statue. Maybe nothing bad happens. Maybe something unbelievably bad Happens. Yes. I would prefer not to be anywhere near here. Like meteors from the sky, bad? Mate. Oh God, is that a possibility? <laughs> what do you I know don't. about meteors from the sky? It was, uh, people are betting on what's gonna <laughs> happen. Oh the my pain. God. Morna's like, no, no. I, I don't, I, it was. I was thinking more like, like fire from the ground. No, I, this is just what people are theorizing. I was talking to them. Um, I can go speak to Bison now, if you guys want to no, find us. No, just fucking stay, everyone. God, how, how close are we to this crane at this point? I mean, if you circle around the pit, 70, 80 feet, I mean. Who has the best relationship with, with Bison? None of us. Relationship? Oh, dang it. I think. How many, how, who here has been insulted by him the fewest times? I think I can get him on a decently ready to talk to you guys side. If I just go, I just did a job for him briefly while you were. Up down there, so. You have a good relationship with Bison? No, but I think he might be happier than talking to anybody else that something good did happen. Don't we ever assume that Bison's just gonna shit all over us no matter how we prep him or cuddle up That's to him? That's how I'm feeling. Everybody, That's just how I'm feeling. What's the problem then? 
He's gonna be fucking pissed no matter what, so let's not try to be all diplomatic about it, yeah? Correct. <sighs> let's just shut the fuck up. And, yeah. Are we considering sabotaging this operation? No. I am considering it. No. Jeez. What the there fuck? There are so Happened many people there. here, though. I have no idea how we could possibly get in the way of this. We wouldn't be able to do it quietly. Oh, I could tie myself to that statue, oh, but what if the statue goes up in flames and I go up in flames, too? I was talking more about throwing one of my pit jars of alchemist fire at the crane. No. I don't Mr. think Welcome we can afford Christ. being... That is a very smart idea. No, no that's a very stupid idea. Turn attention drawn to us, TC. I will tell him what we found, and it will be enough to give him pause. I assure you. I Ideal. hope you are right. Ideal outcome? We get a delay. No, ideal outcome is they buried everything beneath the ground. Okay, I'm thinking realistically. All right. The entire town of elders has voted on this. Bison probably doesn't even have the authority to make the decision himself. Precisely, so we get a delay, it's so we can present the new information to the town elders and they can vote again. Oh God. Bison did threaten while you were down there to bury you all if I didn't do what it was. So I don't think it's completely out of the realm of possibilities if it's he doesn't care. His right. fucking mind, he'll do with it what he will. Fine. As you look over, seems that Bison's broken off from whatever group he was speaking with. Fuck. And he starts to head in your direction, oh slowly God, sauntering along. <laughs> Gets a little closer, hands still stuffed in his pockets, moving along, kind of right along there. A couple times he kind of peeks over into the pit just to check on kind of what's down there. He looks like he sees, and you can see this as well, Bruno kind of re-emerging from out of the mineshaft, and he gives kind of a... So Bruno has not, he never went towards Bison. Uh, he kind of went most of the way up, saw you guys back to a group, and then yeah. went back down. So he has not spoken to Bison. Yes, he has not spoken that to Bison. Know. Yes, as far as you can tell, yeah. And Bison saunters on up. Ah, he's back. Hey there, boss. How did you uh, fare with those crocodiles? They have the most beautiful green and gray markings, wouldn't you say? Oh, no. But there's no crocodiles there. There's no people there. But Such a pity. what I do think would be helpful for you to know, there are clinkers skulking about, looking for a runaway whatever. Said they might be hiding in one of your digs, and I don't know how much you care about the clinker relationship, but I'd be happy to give that information over to you. I appreciate that. You know what would be great? is if they accidentally shot at one of my men so that I could use that as leverage later on against the warden. Wouldn't that be nice? That's crazy, because while I'm on your grounds, I'm your man, and they shot at me, Bison. Wow. That's crazy. Lucky for fucking me. Well, thank you for having a safe place for me to return to. Always happy to provide. So, You've had a look under my trousers. What can you tell me? I'll start simple. It's made of basalt, which is a volcanic rock. Not the same as the rock around it. Meaning it was, and it's not a kind that I've seen before. It means it was put there. The more interesting thing is that in that cave is a shitload of abjuration magic. And you were able to discern this how, exactly? 
I have this. And she's gonna say, and I don't like to advertise it, but magical item, she's gonna sort of flash it. It was crawling with it. The most powerful I have ever seen. It shouldn't be moved. You were able to discern that because of that thing there. Gives me magical sight. Make a deception check. <laughs> is there anything I can How do can to I help support her? her? Yeah. yeah, is there anything <laughs> like, I can do? You're nodding. Uh, uh, that's a uh, 17 plus. Uh, oh, my, oh, 16. <gasps> <gasps> All right. I don't know what I'm supposed to do with that exactly, but I suppose it's more than the morons who work for me had to say. So, congratulations, you're. One shade of yellow light out of the other piss bags around here. Bison, it was very powerful. I swear I have never seen anything close to it. And concentrated around the statue. Abjuration is protection, magic. Yeah, I know what it is. Well, my point is, you should bury it. You don't seem surprised. It's not so much that as, um, we've been down in those digs for a while. We carved it out. We got all the way around a statue. Nothing. No problem. No explosions. No abjuration magic. So what? Seems dormant to me, if anything. Perhaps if you move it, it will make it less dormant. Lucky for me, I won't be the one down there. These are... You didn't want to, you didn't want to move it to begin with, right? It's your fucking mind. These are ancient things. I do not assume to know how you voted, but the hubris you must have to think that you should do anything down there. Sir, I believe since we have new information, what would be the smartest thing to do, and perhaps most appreciated by the community, is to share this information with those who voted in the first place, in case they choose to change their mind. Now, we know you have a lot of men assembled here today for this task, but we would not bring this to your attention if we did not feel there was a very high chance that something extremely dangerous could go down today. Make a persuasion check. Oh, that was good, Kate. That was good. Should I, should I add? I'm gonna do my, I'm gonna add. I'm gonna use oh, my Oh, do little. it. Okay, oh, so that, yeah. was a, that was a, that was a thing. That was a 13. Yeah, do it, do it. Yeah. That was a 13, yeah, I'm gonna add a D10. Oh, and my D10. Yeah. Chowinga. Chowinga move. Chowinga. You summon whatever little tingling bit of magic that you felt down there, and just as the words are coming out of your mouth, you just channel that as best you can, and you use the charm of the fates, I think it's called. Yeah. yeah. That was, so it was a, it was a 13 and three, it's a 16. Oh my God, damn it. Oh. Get the crane ready. Anything else? I'm gonna take my hat off and like hold it to my chest. I won't say that this hasn't been helpful, enlightening, if nothing else. But we're taking that fucking thing out of there. 
Aren't you worried? Aren't you worried? Don't, doesn't it feel like it's connected to what makes this place? This place. Can I let you in on a wee bit of secret? I don't think the statue has anything to do with it. And I kind of like the idea of digging it up so that everybody else can see. Hmm? What makes you think that? Instinct. Does that seem true? Make an inside check. Oh, uh, 15. It does seem true. Wow. If it's not, it could be totally hubristic, but this is a man who has survived on gut feeling throughout his whole life. And you can see it in his face that he believes, he thinks this is gonna prove to people that there's, that there isn't something to worry about. That so many people have been worrying about, you know, what this might do or what this might mean. And there's a little bit of satisfaction in him, like seeing people worked up about it and believing that it's, that that is gonna have no effect at all. Are we done here? Yeah, we're done. Uh, you, uh, <clears throat> I accept your reasonable report. So tell Peabody to count out a hundred gold for you and you for leading the team and the rest of you can split the last hundred, yeah? Thank you. And uh, Dorna's gonna turn and start rocking towards Peabody. Well, since many people think it's gonna be apocalyptic when the statue sees the light of day, feel free to stick around to see the end of times. If we're all still alive after that, I'll just ask that you, you know, bugger off. I don't like lurkers at my dig site. Starts to walk. He's heading toward the crane, kind of. As soon as he leaves, I'm gonna like, like open up my backpack and take out my paper and my quill, and I'm gonna start drawing what the Chewingas showed me, sure. showed us. Hey, not here, not here. And I'm gonna put it away, and I'm going to like, <laughs> I guess I'm going to like, um, who do I trust the most? <laughs> roll a trust. Oh no, man, yeah. Who do you not trust? You. I can't wait. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna walk, catch up to Morna, and 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 holding the drawing in my hand, I'm I'm gonna be like, that had to be a bowl, right? Yeah, it looked like a fucking bowl. What do you think the dots were? Do you think they were? Do you think they were liquid? Do you think they no, were powders? Dust, magic, I don't know. Do you think it was a face? No, no, face. Face? I don't know. To me, it looked like we need to drink out of the bowl. No, we need to do nothing of the sort. Kate, stop talking about it here. <laughs> God, you are no help at all. I am. I'm a huge help. You wouldn't have known any of that fucking no. shit unless I told you about it. Fine, well then be more helpful. <laughs> Not here. You don't want to stuff your face in that bowl before they bring it out of here? I do not. TC? <laughs> oh, 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 
as this is happening, before you get to that, people are starting to spring into action. Like you can see that Bison has been signaling to people. He's motioning to the people at the crane, all these coordinated shifts and it, it, just the energy of the place suddenly just roars to life. Everybody seems to know exactly where they're supposed to be in this moment. And here on the kind of rim of the mining pit, you can see down below where people are kind of coming up, going down. People at the bottom of the, where who were like setting out the logs are kind of looking up and sort of giving signals to the people up above. So all of this is happening at this time. Now you can go ahead. Um, I would say that I'm, I headed towards the horse if that's still, Sure. Still yeah, have that, yeah. Right? he's like yeah, at like, the, just off to the edge of the mining yeah, site to there. Get yeah. myself to the horse. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's where I had it. Sure. I want to say to Doxley and kind of and whisper just for us, but... I mean, you now are left alone because Morna walked, Kate went to her and then went to TC and he's headed to the horse. So the two of you are by yourself. Still whispered a little bit yeah. just to her, but um, I've chosen to trust our companions, but that's quite the thing to say. Is that true that you found magic down there? But there's going to be a long conversation when we get back to town. But at the very least, I saw something in Morna's eyes, and it was enough to convince me. Great. Okay. Now give me a second. I'm planning. All right. I'm going to turn and follow Morna. Okay, you start to head there. Again, I'll still narrate because this is all happening at the same time. Quite a few people have descended below, and they're hovering just around the entrance of the tunnel. And there's kind of a long anticipatory lull. People seem to be ready to sort of receive. A crowd of people kind of funnel into the tunnel that are all holding like uh, ropes with that have little uh, metal like hooks on the end that seem they're probably gonna kind of pull the statue down and then sort of lay it onto the sled. You see a few people that are carrying that big wooden sled and they're going into, they disappear into the mine shaft. So again, all of this is kind of happening. Go ahead. Morna, your girl is here, right? Yeah, Josie. Are you going to tell her to get the fuck away from this place? The magic wasn't on the statue. But, yeah. Uh, get the gold, I guess. Uh, I'm going to look and see if I can find Josie. She's over at the crane. Mm. Okay, I'm going to go over to her. Right, there's a crowd of people that she's, she's ordering. She's like, couple of people in the wheel. I need someone up on top with the lever. Get ready. She's sort of ordering people around, Josie. moving them. I'm busy right no, now. real quick. Bring that up there. Pull the rope. Be careful. There's a lot of arcane shit down there. Give me a persuasion check with the advantage. Oh, yes. She's scared. She's scared. Oh, with advantage. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, that's a uh, 19. Oh. What did you see, Morna? Not the statue itself. All around it is protection magic. Don't go down there. Or send your people. Just be fucking careful, okay? I'll make sure it's bisons that go in there. Yeah. He won't listen to me. He doesn't listen to anyone. Oh. Let's be careful. You gonna stick around to see it out? No. Not if I can persuade my companions to get the fuck out. Good luck. You too. All right, get off there, I'm coming up. She sort of climbs up on a little mini staircase to get up to one of the parts of the crane there. Let's go over to TC. Yep, over to TC. Paper oh, folded, oh. drawing folded in half, so it's just the circle and the triangle. Sure, I'm gonna shove this that? in his face and what go, so what the hell does about? this look like to you? <sighs> Fucking look at it. a child's drawing, what do you want from me? 
Use your artistic <laughs> mind. What does it look like to you? The top view of bison pissing into a, I don't know. You should get wait, on that wait. horse. I am. <laughs> I'm like He's in the middle of it. Yeah, like, I'm gonna yeah, help him up. up. Okay. Yep, you can help him up into the side. I'm gonna go, Daisy, you gotta get out of here. Honestly, I for one am curious about what will happen here. Then I'll take the horse. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> I can't fight you off, but I will protest. I hope that whatever happens, the statue stays intact. It's up to his fumbling men down there now. Again, bouncing back and forth between conversation and action, action. A miner emerges from the tunnel. They're walking backwards, kind of looking into the tunnel and walking, and then sort of moves around and sort of, coming down the tunnel, coming down the tunnel, and sort of waves. So that's happening down there. Doxley's hustling over to, to, to what's her name? Ilian. Oh <laughs> yeah. Ilian. Um, I'm fucking staying. Get out. No, if something bad happens, there's people who are gonna be hurt and need help. Then at least give yourself a fucking distance. I'm gonna back up 10 feet behind <laughs> and wait right there. <laughs> you are just. I mean, if I, we can, we're near enough that I see that it looks like they're posting up. Oh God, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go over to Doxley and just be like, we need to get the fuck out of here. We need to be on standby. For what? To save these fools who don't deserve our saving? Let's get the fuck out. Don't deserve our saving. That's something coming from you, Marna. I'm gonna canter over on the horse. <laughs> yeah, you have to be a little, the horse is a little trepidatious because they're near okay. the edge so that oh, they can Jesus. see down. Not like <laughs> yeah, literally, yeah, yeah, yeah. but they want to be able to see into the pit, so you have to be kind of close to the edge. I imagine you're all, you're as, I'm gonna look at Doxley here. I imagine you're as curious as I am. Do we keep a perimeter here and watch the fireworks we if they come? At least be further from the edge. With the ability to run if we need to. I'm gonna go find Peabody and get the fucking gold. Can you get it for me as ever? Yeah, bitch. Great, thanks. <laughs> 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 I'm sure, bitch. Uh, so, Bison had motioned to him when he yeah. said that, so you were able to locate him, and maybe he hands over the gold to you. I mean, so three hundred. I mean, uh, that, okay. that is up, up for dispersal. Okay. Is, is seeing Morna having gone over there, I'm gonna go return the cloak really quick, and then go. No holes. Uh, wait, is that he, actually, he takes it and he's actually like a little surprised that you returned it. Thanks. Yeah. Stay safe. Head back 10 feet behind Doxley. All right. Doxley's going to try to position herself so that she is opposite of the tunnel. Like, Great. literally the furthest yeah. distance. And, yeah, and like. It also gives you the best view of the tunnel just by being on that sort of uh, end of the pit there. And if you look closely at her, she's got the posture of somebody who is like ready to fucking dash away from what's about to happen. I'll kind of follow her, like keeping a distance from the edge and like. You're able to keep a little more distance and still see because you're up a little higher on the horse. So it's not. You know. <laughs> I'm going to find the tallest tree. Okay. Um, a further back from everybody. Like, like. Kate kind of disappears and you lose track of her. <laughs> and then you see like some branches <laughs> rustling in a nearby yeah. tree there. Yeah. As this is happening, that person that was sort of waving once again kind of rears back. 
She's coming out! She's coming out! Ilya, if I raise my hand, you fucking run. I'm on it. Everybody's sort of perched. Uh, Morna, where were you? You think you were the only one who did I'm gonna board, sort of post up by Ilian, I guess. Okay. I'm gonna take a minute here. My hand that I had the stuff on, mm -hmm. it's at this point either come off or evaporated. It has it has done neither. It's kind of um, like tacky, like it is dried, and it just makes your hand feel a little, like it doesn't hurt. It's just like a little, yeah, like, Tacky, like it's sort of sticky yeah. a little. Like if you close your fist, you can open it, but it feels a little sticky. Like it just is kind of lingering on your skin. Try to rub it off on my. As you kind of rub on your pants, it kind of comes off in little clumps, almost like glue. Like if you rub your hands together when you have uh, glue on it, it kind of comes off in little. Any, like looking at the little pieces, do I get any sense? I think I already had you try to identify what it was, Aww. and you didn't recognize it. Well, I'll keep a few of those little clumps. Then. Okay. Like, sure. Yeah. A little more time passes. Here she comes! Get ready. And at this point, you can see Josie who went up kind of a little staircase so she had a view. You see her make this motion and the people in the crane start to and it's lowering the sort of uh, rope and sort of weighted end on it there. The noise of the crane kind of coming down. You start to see the base of the statue. Doxley can kind of see it first. You're a little closer to the edge. The base of the statue appears first. And as soon as it does, all the, and in addition to the person that was just yelling from down below, anyone who wasn't already like perched on the edge is hurrying over. Like people are, sort of waiting and seeing. Ilian, you can look around and you see that guy that you spoke to who's sort of waiting nervously by the edge, people all looking down into the pit. The base emerges. Several pairs of nervous eyes try to oh so subtly kind of peer up towards the sky as if the heavens are about to break open. Like you can see some people just waiting to see if anything happens. Where's Bison at this point? He's kind of, he's over near the crane, but near the edge of the pit. Yeah, he's like looking down yep. and he has the crane right over his right okay. shoulder. After the base, the legs are next. You see them slowly emerge. It's on the sled, sort of bouncing along each log. The base is out. The waist is next. The shoulders of the statue. Almost at the head. And finally, you're seeing the last part of it. There is no head. The last part of it is that arm and then the bowl <laughs> on the end. <laughs> the bowl outstretched and finally it's moving along the sled. From a distance, the whole process is a, a little sort of, it looks silly just because it looks like a person that's sort of emerging from the mine there. It's almost like a, a bartender dragging an unconscious drunk out from under the table as they have their hand kind of up in the air. And the last thing that comes out is that piece of the bowl. And that's where we're gonna end. Oh, I saw that. You bastard. You I, I never bastard. once thought we would see it tonight. I was like, no, we're screwed. We're not gonna see it. Oh my God. God. Oh, I don't feel good. It's just gonna be. I don't feel good. It's gonna be nothing. I'm Maybe calling the, it right now. I hope that the gel worked. I hope that whatever that lube what? was. Sure. Are you serious? Are you on you the, want the, what is happening? You want the cleric to win? <laughs> no, but like if it's gonna prevent, if it's gonna prevent the magic, I thought figured the lube was to keep the abduration magic oh, off yeah. of the statue. <laughs> <laughs> Stop calling it lube. God, the lube. You think it was to lube, lube it up so we could escape? You, know? you think yeah. that the cleric wants that thing out of there? Yeah. 
Well, this is for Nostrum. This sounds like a great yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, Thank you all so much for joining us. Holy balls. I'm, Jesus I'm Christ. I need like a drink and yeah. a monster energy drink at the same time. My brain is wrinkled. Holy crap. A I'm so lot. smooth. <laughs> <laughs> smooth brain TC. <laughs> So much to discuss. Once again, tonight is Notch and Soda, which we're gonna have a little chat after the episode. We'll answer questions, we'll talk about theories. Um, we have a few questions from like YouTube and the Discord and stuff. Um, if you, it's subscriber only. A lot of people I know got gifted subs. Yeah. Stick around, say hi, hang out. Um, and then, uh, so we once again, we take like a little break. We're just gonna get up and grab a drink and come back. Oh uh, yeah, so when we, we'll say goodbye, and then for Twitch, before we go into sub-only mode, we're gonna play like the clips of the last month that people have made on Twitch, just to keep you entertained yeah. while we go and grab drinks Some and fun a, little, a little nosh. Oh, um, and then we'll go offline and restart the stream, because that's what you have to do to do sub-only for now. Um, and uh, you'll just have really to refresh the browser, and, and that's it. And if you're uh, listening on Spotify, there's also going to be something available if you become a Spotify subscriber. Ooh, I, what did you say? What? <laughs> you <laughs> mumbled a little bit. Oh yeah, like if you subscribe on Spotify and you'll get the episode for free because we're not running ads on Spotify uh, anymore. Boom. Huge. Here we go. Yeah. Um, awesome. So a little break. We'll come back. We'll chat. Um, and uh, we'll see you guys there. Yeah, and again, we'll, we're just off for a blip, so you just gotta refresh the page once the subscriber rolls. But enjoy some clips for now. Yeah, enjoy the Everybody. funnies. Yeah, yeah enjoy the so funnies. funny. Yeah, the so show funny. is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I felt silly goofy time. This episode was something. Uh, this episode. All right, goodbye. Okay, we see you Bye. 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 Bye.